In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is episode five. Okay, so we went to two times a week and it could have, it, this could be possibly the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. It is 11.57 p.m. Thursday night. Tomorrow is Friday. This should be released in a couple short hours. It has been a crazy day on top of a crazy week. I recorded a little intro yesterday, which I'll play for you in a second, but so much has happened that I'm redoing the intro. It is quite a show that we have for you today. It might not be as heavily produced as the first couple episodes with sound clips and the such, but let's see how this goes. I'm drinking a lot of coffee right now, and um, I've come off a long day of podcasting and working and all that stuff, but that's not any of your concern. We're here to have fun, have a blast. As any, uh, as I've been saying, um, even if it's five of us listening, it is much more than that. I want this to be kind of like a clubhouse. We're talking to each other. That's the vibe. So welcome. If this is your first time listening, thank you for giving this a shot. Um, today actually is a great day. Um, so today when you might be hearing this or this weekend, we have, uh, we have been blessed with uh, season eight of the Vanderpump Rules. Their trailer or their teaser trailer came out today. If you are interested in my thoughts on that teaser trailer, please listen to Sexy Unique Podcast with Laura Marie Shane Hall. She was on episode two. She is the queen of podcasting and a really good friend and really funny. And I had a blast breaking down that trailer. So I'm not going to do that here, but I will say... 
on this Tuesday's episode, um, I already recorded a podcast with one of my really good friends, Hannah Brown, who does Brown Eyed Junicorn. We went over all things Vanderpump in thoughts that we were going to get the Vanderpump Rules trailer in like two weeks. So we kind of went over what we thought this next season might be might hold. But we also went over Jack's Taylor stuff, all of his tweets, because um, he, he went off this week and he did some homophobic stuff. So we talk about that on this Tuesday's episode. Um, so if you're interested in any of that Vanderpump Rules stuff, shut this off. Go to a Sexy Unique Podcast. Okay, did you listen to Sexy Unique Podcast? Great. I'm glad you're back. So let's start the show over here. You guys just heard Melania. And when I say Melania, there's only one Melania. Not Melania Trump, Melania Giudici, Joe and Teresa's uh, uh, little girl. And she is all grown up. She's a rapper. I actually legitimately love that song. That is So Bad It's Good. And if you love So Bad It's Good, go um, subscribe to the Spotify playlist. That song is on it. And you can actually add songs yourself if you want. Um, we do have a new segment on this show. And the segment is, it's kind of like a congratulations segment or a hell yeah segment. And I want to add, um, so I want to kind of like just really give a quick shout out to a couple people that I know listen to the podcast and that um, that I actually follow on Instagram through the podcast and podcasts I've done, and I've grown to be fans of theirs in um, certain ways. But I want to give a huge shout out to Mandy uh, Weininger. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, she's Amanda Mary Kay on uh, Instagram, but she has always been a really great supporter of uh, mine and podcasts that I do. But she is pregnant, her and her husband, and she announced on Instagram this week, and I just thought that was so cool. Um, and uh, they've already named their baby uh, a River, and that uh, her baby is coming in February of 2020. So I thought that was so exciting. So congratulations to you and your husband. Um, that is just so neat. And on that same kind of tip, I want to uh, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Whitney Kessler. I know she is one of our listeners as well. Um, her husband reached out today, and her husband I love Ian. Um, he's great. They both love reality shows. They both listen to the podcast, but he reached out today to wish her a happy birthday. I was happy to do it. Happy birthday, Whitney. But what's great about Ian, Ian got blocked by Jax Taylor this week. And you know, this show is all about people that get blocked by Jax. So he got blocked by Jax today because I talk a little about, a little bit about this on Sexy Unique podcast, but Jax discovered the Holocaust this week. Um, you know, and he discovered it through a Netflix documentary. And, um, you know, Jax was enraged about what America did and how they let Nazis in during a certain period of time. And not a lot of this was true. And I don't think um, Jax really picked up on exactly what that documentary was putting down. But Ian very clearly stated to Jax in a tweet that, um, you know, that he was you know, he misunderstood. And of course, in pure Jack's fashion, uh, Jax was enraged and immediately blocked Ian. And I just, I mean, you just don't get, don't get better than that. Um, so Ian wrote to Jax, um, Ian wrote to Jax 
The entire space program in NASA would not have existed if not for Werner von Braun, who was in the documentary. That's Nazi you are referring to, by the way. That's the Nazi you are referring to, by the way. And Jax wrote, I don't give a fuck. Americans should have just worked harder, you sick fuck. Are you trying to justify this? And then Ian wrote, wait, did the guy who openly abuses his girlfriend, actually every woman in his his life, just try to call me a sick fuck? Never justified anything. I was merely stating what the man did for America. So that right there is just exactly how Jax Taylor handles Twitter. It's, um, he seems to really, he handles it well. He's a very subtle guy. He doesn't react strong, but, um, (laughs) anyways, it's just a pure Jax thing. But Whitney, I hope that doesn't take away from your birthday. I hope your birthday is not tainted at all by the fact that Ian, uh, your loved one is now blocked by Jax. I just want to also remind everybody that I am not blocked by Jax. I also want to remind everybody that if anybody tries to snitch tag me in a tweet or tries to tell Jax, I will shut this podcast down immediately and I will move overseas. My goal, you know, I guess my only goal in life uh, at this point is to not be blocked by Jax. So um, happy birthday, Whitney. I hope this is your best year yet. Um, that was fun. And if anything is exciting happening for you guys, please email me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. I really love um I love interacting with you guys. So uh what else? Uh I did record that podcast with Laura today. It was a blast. What we have for you today's show is great. Um I have one of my best friends in my entire life. I've known her for close to two decades. One of the funniest, not just women I know, but one of the funniest people I know. And also I was thinking about this. I noticed how like, do you notice how I got to say that I think I have more women in my life that are way funnier than the men in my life. I don't know. I just, that's just a gauntlet thrown down, but this is one of the funniest people I've, I know in my life. I can't wait for you guys to hear her. And I think you can really hear our friendship in this conversation. You can really tell it's two people that know each other very well. We kind of speak in a weird shorthand and we are very disgusting with one another. So I want to warn you in advance, this is not me being kind of polite and stuff like that. This is us being two foul foul people that love reality shows and i love Susie henschel so i think i hope you guys will love her as well and i hope she will be a regular on this show so what i was just reading before i started this uh i was shoving down a shake shack burger because i have no self-control anymore and i'm just trying to get sustenance so i can keep this full schedule of podcasting but um I just read in Us Weekly. Now, this is a, a story I talked about last week about Megan King Edmonds and Jim, Jim Edmonds. Um, they, you know, there was a whole cheating scandal, and we're kind of in a weird space where I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but Us Magazine is reporting uh, their headline is Police Question Megan King Edmonds' Ability to Care for Her Children After Night Out Drinking. What a headline. So, this uh, article reports. Um, Police questioned uh, Megan King Edmonds' ability to care for her three children after she arrived home from a night out on Wednesday, November 6th. 
A source told a source told us exclusively on Thursday. Megan came home from being out with her friends, being out with friends, and she had a couple glasses of wine. It was the first time Jim stayed at her house and put the kids to sleep since he filed for a divorce. So she met up with with friends. She did not drive. The source continued. She was washing her face. By the way, that's great. I gotta always. I have a list of things to do every day, and washing my face is on that list. And it's. I don't know how you ladies do it because. I, it's a real struggle. I try to wash my face every night, but sometimes you're just, you hit the bed and you're just so tired and you're like, you can't imagine getting up to wash your face. But anyways, the saint that she is, she's washing her face when she heard someone knock around 10 30 PM. An officer was there with Jim and told her Jim said he was worried she couldn't care for their kids. According to an eyewitness, how many people are at this house at 1030 at night? The officer asked Megan if she felt comfortable and capable of taking care of Aspen too, and 17-month-old twins Hayes and Hart, whom her estranged husband Jim Edmonds had been watching that evening. Megan replied, of course, yes, exclamation point. In your personal opinion, do you think that I'm in any way incapable of taking care of my three little baby children who are totally desperate for a parent. First off, that completely sounds like Megan King Edmonds. Second off, whoever the source is, like has a, a steel trap for a memory because that that's like a full sentence to remember. After the policeman repeatedly told the Bravo alum that he doesn't know her, he concluded that she was okay. Quote, right now, my opinion is that you are fit enough to take care of your children tonight. And that's all that I'm concerned with, the officer said. Per the eyewitness, Jim, 49, was outside while his estranged wife was talking to the police. The former baseball player accused Megan of cheating on him with the man who dropped her off at their home? What? A second source. Once again, how many people are at the house this late at night? A second. Are the kids eyewitnesses? A second source added that Jim offered to sleep on the couch for the night, and Megan rejected that offer. Megan was appalled, an insider told us. She has never been anything short of a fantastic mother. Jim revealed to us exclusively on Thursday that he did call the police, but only to help. I did not call the police on my wife, he said. I called the police to protect the situation and make sure there were no further issues. Despite the encounter only lasting a few minutes, an insider said Megan had never been so humiliated in her life. I've got to take umbrage with that last statement because Megan has been plenty embarrassed. First off on being on Real Housewives of Orange County. Second off on all the cheating that Jim Edmonds has done on her. I think that's a really, it's a great deal of embarrassment. But you know what? Maybe this for her was the greatest embarrassment. But my God, you guys, this seems to be getting worse. I mean... Jim is calling the cops on her. They're in a real tit-for-tat situation. I do not have a good feeling for this, so let us keep our eyes on this and let us really, really watch this. Ugh, I just, I don't, I really don't like, I don't like this, you guys, and I'm scared. I'm scared where this will wind up. Um, okay, so um, I do want to cover one more story before we get into this intro and then we get into Susie. And just so you know, me and Susie, we were going to cover 90 Day Fiance, but I did notice with the season premiere, it was great. It was great. But it wasn't so exciting because you're getting to know all the characters. And we even haven't introduced all of the characters. That'll be in this next episode. So I'm going to wait until this Sunday's episode to cover that a little bit more because I have a couple interviews with the new cast members I want to play. But also, it just, you know, it was two hours, 
and there was about 30 minutes of content and I really liked it. But what I liked about it, uh, Kate Casey said this, and I thought this was great is that you really get the sense with this season is that they're not Instagram ready. They're not celebrity ready. You get the sense that these are real people and they've not been caught up in any kind of fame yet, nor do they seem like they're seeking fame yet. Um, before the 90 days and some of those people, it really like Angela and Michael, it, it seems really out of hand and they're very, it's very sensational. <clears throat> and this, uh, this new season I feel takes a step back. And in a way, I think that's really good and will really save the rest of the season. Uh, and I think it make it a really good one. So I'm going to wait a second to cover that. So me and Susie go into Real Housewives of New Jersey's season premiere, and we also go into a little bit of Real Housewives of Dallas this week. I got to tell you guys, I have such a crush on Stephanie from Dallas and uh, Deandra, Deandra, Deandra. <clears throat> and Mama D followed So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram today. And that was very validating. <laughs> That's so sad. I'm, I'm, an old, I'm an old person. I'm an old boy. And I'm very excited that Mama D followed my podcast Instagram account. So anyways, if you guys don't follow it, please follow it. So bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. I post a lot of uh, stupid, funny stuff on there and it's an automatic follow back you guys. So it's, it's super easy. I did want to touch on this story really, really quickly. And, and, uh, I, you know, it's one of those things that you read and you're just like, there's no way I'm reading this correctly. You know, there's just no way. So here is uh, here is this headline. The rapper T.I. said he goes to gynecologist with 18-year-old daughter to check her hymen. Yes. Not only have we had a conversation, <laughs> we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Oh, you go- <laughs> hey. Do you Birthday go with prisoner? Yes, I, yes, I go with her. <laughs> so we'll go. You know what I mean? I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. <laughs> oh, we're we're going this right now. I need to know if your hymen's still there. So we can uh, share information. Do you have anything? Is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, Doc, ain't no problem. That um, that that is uh, that's quite a that's quite a headline. So the Washington Post even picked this story up, uh, but I first saw it on the Daily Mail. Of course, the one and only. Um, so yeah, rapper T.I. takes his teenage daughter to the gynecologist each year to check if her hymen is still intact, quote unquote. He said during a podcast released Tuesday that has since been deleted. T.I., whose real name is Clifford Joseph Harris Jr., detailed aspects of the examination while appearing on the Ladies Like Us podcast. When the conversation turned to parenting and, quote unquote, the sex talk, the rapper invoked his 18-year-old daughter. I'm going to withhold her name because she needs no further embarrassment. <clears throat> he said, right after her birthday, we celebrate. Then usually like the day after the party, she's enjoying the gifts. I put a sticky note on the door tomorrow, 930, he said. I mean, why, why bring sticky notes into this? Um, Harris's annual trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen began after her 16th birthday, he said. Some ple- oh my god, I can't this is I can't believe I'm doing. Some people believe that the hymen, a thin membrane located at the opening of the vagina, remains intact until a woman has sex. This false indicator of virginity has been debunked by medical experts and human rights organizations have called virginity testing both unnecessary 
and harmful for women. Do you hear that, T.I.? Continuing his story, T.I. said his daughter's doctor requires her to sign a waiver allowing him to see the results of her examination. He says, so we'll go and sit down and the doctor will come and talk. And the doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism, T.I. said. He's like, well, you know, sir, I have to to share information. I'm like, daughter, they want you to sign this so we can share information. Is there anything you would not want me to know? C-Doc ain't no problem. <laughs> the rapper indicated his daughter's gynecologist also explained other ways a hymen can become stretched open, such as riding a bike, horseback riding, or other physical activities. I say, this is T.I., I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports, man. Just check the hymen, please. And give me back my results expeditious, ex- expeditious, expeditious expeditious uh, ex- expeditiously let's just act like ti doesn't know how to say it either he added i will say as of her 18th birthday her hymen is still intact guys i mean there is so much to worry about in this world today and the fact that we have to worry about T.I. and his family now, T.I. and Tiny, they've been reality stars themselves on a VH1 show. But guys, I don't have enough worry to worry about T.I. and his daughter and Hymans and things like that. Did we know that T.I. was this stupid and this crazy and this harmful to his own family? That is scary as shit, you guys. So please, if anybody is around T.I., please educate him. Protect his daughter. I wish all of them well. But you guys, I mean, that is a story that I read and I was like, is this the onion? It was not the onion. Wow. Okay, guys. And now this, I'm going to take it back to what I recorded yesterday, which is sort of an intro again. Oh, man, we're having fun, aren't we? Here we go. I did another three-hour episode on Tuesday. You probably still have not even listened to the earlier episodes. So hopefully these are put together in a way where you can enjoy them at any time. Um, I do want to ask right up front, if you are enjoying the show, please tell a friend. If they have the same sense of humor you do, if you think they'll enjoy it, please tell somebody about this. We we need you. I mean, I need you. Actually, the numbers are so great, but I do want, I really like this. I want to grow this, um, and I just have a really good feeling when I do this, so I want to keep doing it. I am not going to make today's episode two and a half hours, I swear. It is eight o'clock on Wednesday morning. I go in late to work on Wednesdays, so I'm recording from my bed, and um, this is kind of nice. I feel like I will eventually end up as just one of those bedridden people. Um hopefully with a roof over my head. But um, if you hear any background noise, that's just like school trucks going and things like that. So I apologize for that. But yeah, tell a friend. Also, uh, leave a five-star review if you can. Subscribe, all of that stuff. It really helps, I think, especially in these opening weeks, trying to get placement, trying to get people to see what we're doing here, that we're trying to do something a little bit different. Um, And I hope you're enjoying it. I've gotten so many responses that a lot of you are. So thank you so much for that. Okay, so I want to touch on a couple things right up top. First off, guys, I apologize about that Tamra dream. I've heard a lot about that. I did say I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to... 
I also want to say that was a nightmare. It wasn't a dream. I might have misspoke about that. But what I wanted to speak about, I said, you know, I woke up this morning and I was like, I need to get this out of my mouth immediately because I just need it out of my brain. I think it's been in a lot of our brains since yesterday. So oh, I just, I'm shivering thinking about talking about it, but Okay, there is a ex-husband of a Orange County housewife, Mr. David Bedore. Now we know Shannon Bedore. I'm not. You guys know I am not a fan of Shannon Bedore. Shannon Bedore scares me in many, many ways. Her cream cheese salmon that she makes for her food line scares me. The way she pushes her daughters scares me. The way she thinks she's into '80s rock and roll, Poison Baby, woo! That whole kind of thing just scares me and it's I don't know it's deep-seated but and I always like there was a part of me that felt bad for David Bedore a part of me in the earlier seasons when I just saw how miserable he was but then they both seemed so miserable together do you guys remember in one of their first seasons when they went to a hotel to celebrate some kind of anniversary and Shannon had to like pound vodka to have sex with him it was one of the darkest moments I've seen in reality tv but anyways regardless David Bedore, he has grown his hair out. His hair looks extra greasy. He is dating a lady named Leslie Ann Cook. And Leslie Ann Cook, you know, I don't know what is going on this week. I mean, Carol Radziwill with her vibrator necklace. And now this, it is, I mean, we are truly in the end of days, people. We are truly, we're almost there. But um, she posts on Instagram you know, you're scrolling through Instagram, everything's fine. It's just a normal day. And then all of a sudden there's like a picture of the woods. And like, if you're not wearing your glasses, you know, it just looks like woods with like something in the middle there. I think it might be a person. And then if you look closer, you see, well, you know what? That looks like a bear ass. That looks like a white bear ass. That looks like two people holding each other with shoes and socks on. Now what this is, Leslie and Cook posted a picture of her and David. And the caption is, beauty is in the eye of the B, quote, hold her, unquote. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The old phrase, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. By David Bedore, hashtag, refugio in maggio. I'm going to pause for a second if anybody wants to pull their car over and vomit. I, I fully support that. I have... My stomach is so queasy. It is not settled. I've not been able to eat for a day. So she posts that picture. And then there's a second picture where she's like by like some kind of barn or something. Like she, they're naked again, pressed up against some kind of barn wall. I mean, I'm all for love. I love love. I think I want to believe in love. But what two people decide about their love story, I think Instagram needs to have very strict rules when it involves nudity and that love story. Like, I do not need to see David Bedore in a warm embrace with his, I mean, the second photo, her boobs look like, I I just, I think they're just enormously fake maybe. I don't know. But she's also wearing her glasses. They're once again wearing their shoes and socks, which is I mean, good for them. You don't want to scrape your feet, you know, but that just can't be good. And it's like a far, it's like a woods area, like mosquitoes and things. It is just revolting. But on top of it, they both, 
David Bedore and his lady both have children. Now, we know the Bedore children very well. I highlighted them on episode three, Dreamcatcher, with Laura Marie Shane Halls. Um, they have one of my favorite songs, Dreamcatcher. I'm going to play that right here. And I just can't imagine what those Bedore girls go through when they see something like this. What I'm hoping is that they put this pain directly back into their music. I think we get a hit single out of this from the Bedore girls. I don't know about that other ladies, but you know, it's just keep it to yourself. You guys, whatever you want to do freaky deaky in your bedroom, I am all for don't need to hear about it at all. Definitely don't need to see it. I mean, this is just fascinating. I mean, what goes through somebody's mind? I mean, what goes through my mind when I like, I post the same, like I hike Runyon Canyon and I always post like this picture at like a certain point in the hill. Cause I think it's really pretty. And if you go in my Instagram, I like, I re I, I post a different one of these. Like, it seems like every three months that like, I mean, I struggle with posting that again and again. Like I, I'm like, is this too much? I cannot fathom what goes through miss, uh, uh, miss, uh, Leslie Ann cook. What goes through her mind going, you know what? Maybe today's a good day to post these nudes. It's, it also leads me to believe maybe she wants a little bit of attention. Maybe she's aiming to be on a reality show herself because I believe these pictures got removed at a certain point or she deleted because then she reposted with the orange real housewives of orange County orange over David Bedore and hers butts. And, uh, it was a little tease, but is she gunning for a shot on the housewives? Is she gunning for that? I mean, good luck lady. Cause you already discussed me. So maybe you're going to belong there because guys, we talked about this too. Real housewives of orange County. This season is disgusting. She fits right in. I mean, we're talking about running trains on Kelly Dodd. I mean, it, we, it is so gross. I watched last night's episode and Tamara really stuck her, you know, foot in it. And, um, good. Good. I, I don't, it just, it, it's just a weird show. Sometimes I feel like they need to break shows up completely and just start from scratch again. There is no shame in realizing we need to start from scratch. It might be refreshing. Um, so that is David Bedore. You guys, please uh, go to my Instagram. It's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. If you want to see these pictures, if you dare to see these pictures, they're there, but also follow me on Instagram. If you like a lot of weird things, get uh, posted on there because I was imagining if they're in the woods and like imagine if Bigfoot existed and then Bigfoot walks by them and is like these are my woods and he's crying because he's just seen something so disgusting and something so outrightly outlandish oh I can't believe it's this early um also a lot of you some of you guys reached out to wish me luck on my Lowe's commercial callback and guess what you guys it worked I booked the Lowe's commercial I actually booked the Lowe's. I'm the husband in a new Lowe's commercial and I shoot next week. So a huge thank you guys for, you know, I'm going to just consider this show and you guys a good luck charm. Um, okay. Also, I wanted to really quick announce, I woke up to the news that Camille Grammer has signed back up for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I believe they, they were already shooting. So the sh I'm hearing rumors that the season is not going so well. So I wonder if this is an addition to, to kind of spice up the season, but me and Danny had talked at one point about how bad real housewives of Beverly Hills has been for a couple seasons. And he predicted that this season, the upcoming season was going to be just as bad. So hopefully they are taking steps to rectify that situation. 
Also, I wanted to take a moment up top to talk about um, this is going to be the first year for BravoCon, the Coachella of our favorite network. So BravoCon takes place November 15th through 17th in New York. They finally announced their schedule this week after so many months of people wondering what it was going to be. The tickets sold out immediately. There was it, it, I heard so many rumors like the three-day tickets sold out within like 30 seconds. It just seemed not right at all. And then the single-day tickets went on sale at like a more expensive price, of course. I believe it is completely sold out now. Um, I saw some StubHub tickets uh, for an insanely high price. It's very frustrating, though, to not really know how those tickets work. And um, the only I, – I mean, there might be a surprise. I might be there. I don't know. If you do see me there, uh, say congratulations. <laughs> how did you get here? But I would love to go. I'm not sure if I will be. Um, but um, but the weird thing about BravoCon is that it, it's not just in one location. So say like Comic-Con in San Diego, it's in one gigantic um, space. And – the BravoCon is in like three or four different locations, um, including like the shows, like Luann's doing a show at uh, a concert hall. DJ James Kennedy is doing a DJ party somewhere. But it's not all in one space, which is kind of frustrating, I would imagine, if you're having to, you know, take cabs or Ubers 10 minutes away for everything. But I thought some of the um, some of the things, the uh, the scheduling, I thought was some of uh, was interesting. So like on Friday, November 15th at 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., uh, you have a Bravo All-Stars OG Housewives edition. Participants include Adrian Maloof, Andy Cohen, Caroline Manzo, Gian Kiao, Jill Zarin, Kim Zolziak-Bierman. And, uh, of course, Andy is moderating that. Who doesn't want to see that? I hope, I hope, I hope that they record all of these things and make specials of them to put on Bravo or put them on the Bravo app. I've always said that Bravo should be a like an HBO Go where it's its own thing and we pay for every access to every season of every Housewives. We get Watch What Happens Live. We get exclusive content. Um, I believe it should be its own standalone uh, uh, app that we can go to at any time. I would love to have every, every Housewives show, every other spinoff Bravo show that involves reality on one app. But I think this would be a great place to kick something like that off. So I'm sure if they're smart, they are, um, they're going to do that. There's like photo ops. Um, they don't tell with who, but they're all over the place. Um, they have bring, sorry, but it's sneeze. No, I'm not. I hate that when you do that. <sighs> okay. They have bring it to the runway with Christian Siriano from project one runway. Uh, this says, a one-man show, but make it fashion. Watch as Christian Siriano ske- <sighs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Watch as Christian Siriano sketches original haute couture. How do you say haute couture? How? Uh, guys, I'm sometimes just not a woman. Haute couture designs before your very eyes and discusses the much-anticipated upcoming new season of Bravo's Project Runway, moderated by Claire Summers of Fashion Bomb Daily. Um... We have a million-dollar listing. Here's the deal. I'm not a fan of million-dollar listing, guys. I don't know if you are. Southern Charm, Mind Your Manners. Uh, we have a panel with Austin, Cameron, Craig, Catherine, Patricia, and Shep. Um, wow. I noticed Patricia's son is not involved in that. Uh, Whitney is one of my favorite people that I love to hate on any show. Now, this is exciting. Oh, we have a Below Decks Get Naughty. <laughs> Below Decks Get Naughty. It's N-A-U-T-I. 
that's cute. Um, it's Captain Lee, Captain Sandy, Colin, uh, Joao, and Kate Chastain. That, that would be fun. A couple more photo ops. And then one of our favorites, Everything Iconic Podcast with Danny Pellegrino, Friday, November 5th, 445. Participants include Kelly Dodd and Margaret Josephs. I mean, that's wall-to-wall amazing. How exciting they included Danny on this. That is so cool. Uh, you have Empire State of Wives um, uh, on Friday, November 15th, and that is uh, including Dorinda, Luann, Ramona, and Tinsley. I mean, that's these are all really cool. I would love to see these. Some of these are only 45 minutes, though, and I feel like they should be like eight hours long. They have an Atlanta one. They have a Top Chef dinner, um, and then they have a live Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen uh, from 9 to 10.30, and that's going to be amazing, and that is at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And then Saturday, we have uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey, the Garden State Dishes the Dirt. Uh, participants include Dolores, Jackie, Jennifer, Margaret, Melissa, and Teresa. Teresa. And know what will be fascinating is I believe Teresa goes to Italy to see Joe this, this, uh, this weekend. Because I saw pictures of Joe and Teresa's dad. And that is – I mean, so we'll get to know the dirt at these uh, – I mean, those questions will be asked, I'm sure, and uh, we'll get to hear more dirt about that. But isn't the relationship between Joe G.O.D.C. and Teresa's dad, like their relationship, remember how it was so tight? Remember the we went at the christening in Real Housewives of New Jersey when we saw Joe uh, and Joe, uh, Joe Jr., uh, Teresa's brother, and then Joe G.O.D.C. get into that huge fight at the christening over the dad? And it like said that the dad, you know, preferred Teresa's husband, Joe, and it set up this huge relationship that we still see in further seasons. But I wonder what that, I wonder what Teresa, if she feels pressure from her dad to stay with Joe. And I wonder how her dad treats Teresa knowing that she's being accused of seeing other people while Joe was in prison. I always think there's a double standard for men and women. Of course, you ladies know this listening, but you know, when Joe cheated on Teresa, you know, during the show when he was not even in prison all the time, uh, you know, a, you know, a, a blind eye gets turned to it. But when Teresa does it, I bet she gets way more shit about it than Joe ever did. And not that cheating, I mean, cheating's horrible with whoever you do it with, whatever gender you are, but it has got to be amazing that I bet she pays a higher price than Joe ever has. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, that is like at this uh, Bravo con. You have an ask Andy panel, another below deck panel, uh, real housewives, OG panel. This one's with Kyle, Luann and Teresa. Ooh, that's good. Then we have a Tom, Tom takes Manhattan. Um, it's double Tom's learn how to stir tasty cocktails with Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz featuring a Q and a moderated by martinis and murder podcast host, Darren Karp. And this is the goal one day. I want to moderate. Man, i got to put this out there right now. I want to moderate a panel. Not even a BravoCon. I'll moderate a panel with anybody. If you guys have any panels needing moderated, I want to try it. That's on my vision board. Um, the only thing that's weird about this one, I notice it's only from 1.30 to 2. It's 30 minutes. These guys can fill an hour easily. Um, other things. Oh, this is a huge one, you guys. This one's called Get Served with Vanderpump Rules 3.30 to 5.15. And the description, get this, it's not about the pasta, but it is about the premiere. 
be among the first to see the season premiere of Vanderpump Rules, followed by a live panel with the entire cast. Ariana, Brittany, Jax, Katie Maloney, Kristen Doty, Lala Kent, Sheena Shea, Stassi Schroeder, Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz. I am missing a DJ James Kennedy in this panel. So maybe he is, uh, maybe he's off DJing one of his, uh, no, because he has a nine o'clock party he's spinning at in New York. So he should be part of this. I hope this is just a misprint. That is so weird if he would not be included in this. But they're, I mean, according to this, they're playing the whole premiere of the show. Wow. I am so jealous about this portion. I thought they were just going to release the preview. Maybe, I mean, maybe that is they're just releasing the preview and this is a misprint. But if they are already showing the premiere, man, I hope this leaks. I hope it leaks. Uh, You also have that night BravoCon Battle of the Sexes moderated by Jerry O'Connell. Jerry is amazing. He is a Bravo-holic. So funny. Uh, This is with uh, Austin, Brittany, Jax, uh, Joao, Kate, Mercedes, uh, Mike. Oh, those guys are from... um, uh, Shaws of Sunset, Stassi Schroeder, Tinsley Mortimer, Tom Schwartz. Okay. Uh, we have a daily dish podcast. Um, and then, yeah, we have that after party with DJ James Kennedy spinning on Sunday. We have ask Andy, q and a Q&A with Andy. We have real housewives of, uh, orange County moderated by Amy Phillips for radio. Andy, we have Bronwyn, Emily, Gina, Kelly, Shannon, Tamara involved in that. We have, Oh, you guys, we have workout with Dorinda Medley. 11 to 11.45, start your day with an invigorating aerobics class led by Real Housewives and Cardio Queen Dorinda Medley. That's amazing. We have basically Stassi from 12.45 to 1.45. And by basically Stassi, we mean Stassi AF, a live show with the one and only Stassi Schroeder with special guest, her fiance, Bo. Okay. Um, uh, fancy, F, fancy AF cocktails with Tom and Ariana. This is great. This will be Tom and Ariana, the hottest mixology couple on Bravo. Uh, This one, this uh, panel will be hosted by Danny Pellegrino again. Amazing. Uh, We have a housewife to housewife crossover crosstalk with Brandy Redmond, Dorit, Jackie, uh, moderated by Jerry O'Connell. Also Tamara Judge is in that. Uh, We have a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills panel with Denise Richards, Dorit, Erica Girardi, Lisa Rinna, Teddy Mellencamp. Then we have a Men of Bravo panel with Austin, Craig, Jax, Reza, Tom, and Tom. And then as we get later in the night, a Below Deck. And then we have a Summer House party with the cast of Summer House. But some of the – I just don't get this. A Summer House party and it lasts from 6.15 to 6.45. That just seems weird to me. And then, of course, all of BravoCon is ended with Luann Countess's – Luann's Countess and Friends Cabaret Show presented by Pepsi Rosé. Oh, my God. There's a rosé Pepsi. I mean, that is the most disturbing thing of this whole BravoCon. Oh, that is so mad. Can you imagine? Anyway, so that is BravoCon. I wanted to go through that really quickly. I thought you might enjoy that. I really enjoyed reading that. You can also download. There's a BravoCon app. So even if you're not there, guys, you can feel like you're a part of the experience. If anybody is listening, like I said, I might be there. But if anybody has any just random extra tickets laying around, please reach out. We will party our balls off or whatever off. Um, okay, you guys. Also, also wanted to really quick mention up top, I believe I'll be on Kate Casey's podcast this week or next week. I watched a show for her, Welcome to Plathville, on TLC. It was a very new show. I recommend it, actually. It's crazy. It's about this like extremely blonde-headed family that um, 
are they're not exposed to any kind of technology. They're not Amish, but they're religious. They never specify what religion. They've never had caffeine, sugar. They don't know who Justin Bieber is. It is fascinating. I highly recommend it. But I also recommend if you haven't, check out Kate Casey's podcast, Reality Life with Kate Casey. She is way, way, way more popular and successful than I am. So you might already listen. But she does a great thing where she has three different guests break down new shows each week. And it's a really cool format. So Hopefully I do good on that podcast and you guys are proud of me. A lot of you have expressed um, uh, that you like the bad dating stories I have and just bad stories in general. I've got another bad story for you today. I really don't seem to be running out of these, which is so, 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 so sad. Uh, This is actually not a dating story, but this is just a dumb story of something stupid I did. Um... So I grew up in Kansas, I moved to Arizona, and then I moved to L.A. Now, I remember the night, it was the night before, no, two nights before I left for Los Angeles, and how our houses were set up, I think I've mentioned my best friend Dusty, he's like my older brother, he used to live right behind me, and I would just hop uh, this cement fence uh, in Arizona to get to his house. And I would just go over there and watch TV. And it was just like, really like, you know, we'd both fall asleep on the couch watching TV. I'd wake up, I'd hop back over the fence, go home. So I remember it was two nights before I left for Los Angeles. And it was one of the last times I was going to see him. And I went over and watched like MTV or something like some real world or something, I'm sure. And then I remember falling asleep over there and I was in a daze and I was moving to Los Angeles and my first job in Los Angeles was an extras casting director, which meant I casted all of like the extras or helped cast them for crowd scenes. Like if you see a like a scene in a movie and there's background people, those are actual people that are hired to be there. And those people need to be cast. So that's what I was a part of. And it was actually a really fascinating job. I talked about it in the last week's episode a little bit with Jackie Johnson. But um, so I had a job going out there, but it was still scary. I'd never – it was like my first – you know, going out after college and trying to, to make it. Um, and I was, I remember I was going to, it was right around the time of like one of the Austin Powers movies. And I was going to, I had a tiny, tiny part in those movie, that movie. And so I was going out there with another job on top of it. I was going to be on camera, which was so exciting. And I, uh, <laughs> I remember waking up and I went to hop over the fence I was really tired and I remember jumping off the cement. The cement fence was probably like, what do you, what a probably like seven to eight feet, you know, not, not a big jump, but I just hop, you know, I gotten used to hopping over, but I hopped over and my foot caught on the cement, the top of the cement and I fell and all of a sudden my neck slams down on something, something breaks my fall. And what I realize it is, I mean, this is pitch black. It's like two in the morning. They're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. No, um, it is pitch black two in the morning. And I realize I have impaled myself. I have impaled my neck. Something has gone through my neck. I've killed myself. Like, these are my thoughts. I'm like, I'm dazed. And I'm like, I just, what it was, was my dad had planted, like, we had like in Arizona, nothing grows, but we had these like gravel backyards with a pool and it was like gravel every, not gravel, but like red rocks and like desert plants. But he had planted a new one and he had, you know, like, I guess there was like a six foot stick or something that held the little tree up. 
while it grows, you know, I, my neck slammed down on that stick. Oh my God. I'm so sorry about all this. Somebody must be getting majorly arrested. Okay. My neck slammed down on that stick and with such force that it broke the stick. But I don't realize that at the time. All I realize is that I've impaled myself in my head. The stick has gone through my neck. Like I'm this, cause I can, I can feel wetness. I can feel wetness, which I'm assuming is not slobber. I'm assuming that is blood. I know it's so nasty. So I stumble in cause my parents, I'm at my, I'm like, Oh my God, I have to, I have to go wake my parents up and tell them I killed myself. Like, because I'm like, I have moments to live. Like, I really don't know what's happening. I'm just stumbling around the backyard. I'm, I'm just in such a daze and I'm, my thoughts in my head, you start like, you idiot, you knew this is how you'd go out. You would kill yourself. You're such an idiot. You're such an idiot. Like, I'm totally, I'm totally bad-mouthing myself as I die. Like, you know, like, it is comforting to know that in my last moments, it'll be something of me going, you're such an idiot. You're such an idiot. And I was just stumbling around. And I just imagined how upset my mom was going to be at me that I killed myself on one of their, like, you know, backyard, uh, you know, improvements. And... I go, you know, I'm going to go take a look in the mirror first and, you know, get prepared. And I did. I stabbed my neck. It did not go through, but it created this huge scar. I mean, well, not, now it's a scar, but it's it was like this huge gash on my neck. Um, and it was definitely bleeding, but I did not, it did not poke through my neck at all. It just was bleeding very badly, but not even badly where I needed to, you know, get surgery or anything like that. Um, I did not, but I, yeah, I snapped this thing completely off. If, if I had done it any worse, I could have potentially died. Thank God I didn't. But, uh, but the funny thing was then I go to LA and for the first two months in LA, I had this huge gash that eventually scabbed over. But imagine like seeing me and I feel like I'm one of those people that grew into their look. So I was always like weird looking as a kid. I just had like a big kind of Afro-ish like hair and um, like I said in the last episode, I looked vaguely like Screech, I think, in some pictures. But imagine Screech with a huge neck scar. It just was not the way to go to L.A. I was so embarrassed. And I have pictures. I'll try to find a picture of just me with this huge gash on. It was definitely not the welcome to L.A. moment that I wanted. But that is my idiotic story of the week. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Okay, we are up to... A segment I am very much looking forward to. This is my good, good friend, Susie Henschel. We used to have a podcast back in the day called Daddy Love Me. This was, gosh, five or six years ago. And we used to just talk shit. We used to talk reality shows. But it was mainly about our friendship and how gross we are together. And just she had the best, craziest stories. So I, she actually comes out with a podcast. She comes out with a podcast uh, in December I believe it's going to be called Perpetual Crisis um, slash Neurotic Nonfiction. Uh, her name is Susie Henschel. And like I said, one of the funniest people that I know. I hope you enjoy this interview. Please, if you do, subscribe to her podcast in December. She will be back on the show. So, guys, I just um, – I, I explained who I'm talking to, but um, I am talking to – one of, if not my best friend, um, and I've known her for close to two decades now, which is crazy, but also her love of reality shows is unparalleled and 
She is going to be a friend of the show. I, I, I hope she will come on multiple, multiple times. So I want to is... be like stuttering John, sort of. <laughs> but I don't stutter. No. So, guys, this is going to be kind of probably rambling because we're both um, not loudmouths, but we just have so much history. Yeah, and we get excited. That it will go into different directions. We're supposed to be recapping 90 Day Fiance, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and Real Housewives of Dallas. But it's going to kind of go all over the map because... 90 Day Fiance, it turned out to be a little more... It was like an exposition episode. Oh, actually, let me... Th- Susie Hentel. Hi! Uh, this is Susie Hentel. Hi, guys. Hi. I think you're going to fall in, in love with her quickly, and yeah. uh, I'm shocked she is not more known Send right nudes. Like, hear that soothing voice. Send nudes. <laughs> you keep... Wait, I actually talked about this on last week's episode, and you actually... We talk about this all the time. We were talking about dick pics. I've been getting them again no, recently. No, you've been getting them a lot yeah, in your whole life. I know. But I said that girls don't like to get dick pics. Well, I got a lot of viewer uh, response or listener response saying they don't like to get unsolicited. Yeah, they don't like to get unsolicited dick pics. So do you like... I don't... Sol- I, know well, you don't sol- I don't... I don't... I'm not saying you solicit dicks, but... No, 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 I do. But it's usually not in a very friendly way. It's You're usually... Like, show me that dick. No, it's usually... No, yeah. <laughs> show it or I'll kill you. <laughs> no. It's like, show me... Show me so I can, like, laugh and show no, up my yeah. friends. Well, I mean, so... I Look did, at his dick. But yeah. I did get a lot of girls saying that they like to get... Dick pics just well, not unsolicited dick pics. Sometimes you're seeing I'm also the merch. Shame, sometimes so. you're I'm sorry. I'm seeing sorry. the merch. That's interesting. You're seeing, seeing the, the merch. merch. So would you want to see the merch before you actually would hook up with a guy? Because I feel like that's if I really liked a guy, it wouldn't matter. Exactly, right? Yeah, and if I, and if I was and if I was like really just in it for like hooking up, then maybe I would, but I'm not really like that. I like, You're not a size queen. No. You're an emotional size queen. Um, yes. Emotionally, you want a guy with a big heart. Yes. Yes. And a medium organ. And also what I hear with girls is that... I want a guy with a big heart and a jet. (laughs) PJ? (laughs) What I do hear is that it can be too big, though. Like, girls, like, just like it just... No, this is so sick already. I'm so sorry. This is your introduction. We're already, like, ten minutes. That's how it rolls. Hey, welcome. This is how we roll. I'm drinking magnesium right now because I'm constipated. And I'm drinking white wine. And that is completely true. She really <laughs> is drinking magnesium. Um, real quick, you were actually the person that got me started watching Vanderpump Rules. Um, no, for real. You talked about this show and I said, you're an idiot. I don't want to watch. I, tried, I said, I, I watched. I think a- you called me an no, idiot. No, I would never because I'm scared of Susie. But I would never. I said, I would never watch that show. That is so dumb. I watched five minutes of it. And now you watch it and I don't. Oh, I watch it. I barely I, watch it. I mainline that thing. Yeah, I know. Things. I know. You're like, um, you like know all them. There's a kitten Susie running around, so you is, hear the bell. You hear the little bell. Susie is house sitting, not a house sitting. I have a house, house guest and it's a kitten. Yeah. And it's not gonna, it's gonna stay here. <laughs> I don't really plan on giving it back. I like him. But Susie has an extreme level of reality shows like I do. You've watched Real Housewives of Dallas, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and 90 Day Fiance religiously. Mm-hmm. And what? Love After Lockup. Do you See, talk I've about- never done Love After oh, I've never even seen it. right. I hear it's amazing. Oh, right. Is this it- season wasn't as good, but last season was, uh, it was like, it was like the it way. Did you believe in Love After Lockup? It made me believe in staying alive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It kept the gun out of my mouth. <laughs> wow, it's super intense for a, a weekend show. No, um, it's it's lo- honestly love after lockup, it's really good. Is it an it's hour worth or a, a binge. half hour? I reckon it's an hour. I reckon, I I reckon, reckon it's an hour. Um, that kind of plot character development. And um and it's wonderful. I mean it's 
I'm really. Oh, wait, is there any way to take that bell off? Yeah, you can try. She really, he, I can't, he's gender fluid, so we just kind of try not to address it, but he won't really let me do it, but he hates it. It's kind of, um. It's charming. It's charming. No, it's charming. I just don't know if it'll. Come here, Mango. Mango. I know, it's time. It's just because he's so little. No, I don't want him to run out and get in Beverly Hills somewhere. I don't want someone rich and. He winds up over at Tom Tom. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's at the polo lounge <laughs> by the pool. Yeah, it's, it's Robert Evans sent me here. Uh-huh. Um, he looks like he'd get sunburned easily. Mango. Anyway, yeah, we we both um, have a very strong affection for reality television. Um, what is your opinion? I'll just do a really quick uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. How does it make you feel? It This season makes me feel completely cringy. It yeah. is the most cringeworthy season I have ever seen, ever. Why do you think that is? Um, because I hate everybody on it. it. I don't like right, anybody right. on it. I'm not rooting for I like them all to die in a fire. Wouldn't that be amazing if that's how they do in this season and they, they start? It would reading? redeem itself. I know. First of all, Gina and Emily are gross. Emily, I don't know why, but she grosses me out. But see, Emily, I feel like actually and I has feel a bad heart. for her. I feel like she's not like I think uh, she's in love with Gina. Well, I think she's a weird thing for Gina. I think her husband's a tiny little douchebag. Well, Shane is the biggest piece of shit I've seen in a long time. And also, usually with like pieces of shit on Real Housewives husbands, they they there's a reason like they're that cocky. There's no reason why Shane should be cocky. No, he's no. tiny, ugly, and he can't pass the bar. Yeah, I mean, there's like, what is he? She keeps like saying he's, he's an amazing father. And how he's are you Mormon. A, and like, he's not a father. But how are you an amazing father if you're never there? She's like, the kids love him so and much. And what about when they had that birthday dinner and he and she called him like she was with his parents? Yeah. And he was like, I just feel like everyone's really... Uh, like, Leave me alone, I'm studying. And her sexy dance in Vegas. Okay, oh, I mean, God. and by the way, Shane's dad was there for the sexy dance, and he wasn't even there until the next day. And then he walks in with yeah. his like, new leather jacket, and he's like, I'm going to impress... He's the kind of guy that thinks all of Emily's girlfriends like him. Yeah. He's like, God, they're all into me. It's insane. Yeah. It's so gross. He's so gross. Wait, he's Mormon, so do you think he wears the magic underwear? I don't know. What are I don't know what the Wait, magic underwear. You don't know Mormons wear the magic underwear that's supposed to protect them if you get into a car crash or it's supposed to you don't know that the underwear no. they wear white garments underneath all of their clothes. I knew about white garments. I didn't know magic they, underwear well, that prevented it. It's not called ma- I'm calling them magic underwear because it It would it be pre- cool if they called it that though. <laughs> I I went to Utah and I picked up these magic gundies off the side of the road. I got some black market. I got some black market. uh, I went on the dark web and I got magic gundies. (laughs) I know you're not Mormon, but I got you a pair. I think it'll work. You're Catholic. Um, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What do you think? I haven't watched it in a while because it hasn't been on. Obviously, well, no, no, no. But last season, what did you think? I wasn't that into it either. Yeah, I hated. I didn't. I, hated it. I, I. It was weird because it was the It was the typical thing that always happens. Loved Teddy Mellencamp, Van Mel, Teddy Cougar, blah blah. You first love, season, I, okay. Second like, season, hated her, and it was the same with Lisa Rinna. Hated her, lo- loved her first season, hated her second. season. Exactly. The way these ladies dip, it's like they start so strong. They become self aware. Well, and also they 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 are told they're amazing by so many of the fan base. That they become so cocky with it that they can be, become disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. And, uh, D- you know, Dorit lives right over here. 
We've discussed that. I'm, no. Yeah, unless they're out of that house. Well, but the house where they film is right on Sutton Place, which is right I don't here. think they're fluid money-wise. Like, money-wise, I feel like they're No, they're fluid. bankrupt. He's yeah. a gambler. And he owes Vegas. You know, like, he's in trouble. PK looks disgusting to me. PK looks like a giant baked potato with all the accoutrement. Like, all the stuffing. To me, he looks like a zit that's about to pop in the mirror and splat. And he's just like, and oh, he looks like baby. he and he looks like he's killed a hooker, but multiple he's killed hookers. But those kids, I, who I used to make fun of because I'm mean and terrible, are adorable. Jagger, Jagger. Oh, he just tried to jump on the table. It was really cute, and he just ate shit. Mango. Um, so yeah, Jagger is like actually no. Jagger has grown to be my favorite character on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. If I'm to be honest, yeah. Yeah. That and the agency. The agency is like an unspoken character. The agency they're trying to develop, I think, into its own show. If anybody out there can get me an agency hat or a t-shirt, any kind of agency merch, that would be amazing. Can any of you guys get agency? Just tweet it, Ryan. Um, We'd like some black magic. I'll trade you magic underwear. Magic. Basically, we're making a list of things we need if you want me to ever come back. And it consists (laughs) of magic undies. You have to come back. So really quickly, I want to go into this week's Real Housewives of Dallas and Real Housewives of New Jersey season premiere. Let's start with Dallas. Now, you've watched all of Dallas, right? I'm quite a fan. This is my first season of Dallas. Oh. And I got to say, like, everybody's saying it's a bad season of Dallas, but maybe I'm just so desensitized and I haven't seen Dallas before that I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying this season, actually. I um I liked the first season and this season. Can I say that I think, and I don't know if this is just like me not seeing the other seasons, I've got a huge crush on both Deandra and Stephanie Holman. Okay. Huge question. I'd like to address Deandra's butt. Deandra has the biggest butt. I have. I didn't realize until that episode where they went to Mexico and they were trying to do cartwheels that Deandra has a disproportionately huge ass. But God bless her, she's very pretty. I think she, she had a facelift. Speaking of that, though, I saw. Speaking of big butts, I saw. Um, not Big Daddy Kane. Um, who I like big butts and I can't. Not I know lie. you went to oh, Mixer Mix yeah, a lot. lot. Yeah, our buddy Eris, he runs that place in Orange County, the Rose. Oh, he does. It's a canyon. Yeah. yeah. So he played there. So we all like went to the ASU football That's game. That's really sports, funny. But he's like, "Do you want to go to uh, Sir Mix a lot?" And we did. He was amazing. Um, Remember when he was on the Real World and he was like working with some Eris, musician? Sir Mix a lot. Eris was Real World Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because like, he's huge in the yeah, Seattle music. Yeah, Sir Mix a Lot's going to produce my new folk album. And I remember we were like laughing so hard about it. But by the way, on the first episode of this, I played something that you love a lot is David. Come on, be my baby tonight. Dabba dwee, dabba dwee. I've seen the way you played with other thugs before you. Come on, be my baby tonight. Remember he had oh he had an anger problem. David, yeah, so good. So I good. miss the real world. The real world like started it all. Well, the thing is, they don't even MTV is so dumb, or they have some kind of plan, but they don't release those seasons. Like no. we couldn't, we we would have to get it on the black market again, the dark web, if we wanted to see all that. So I see it's such a mistake. I what? I was just making sure we were recording. We oh, are. <laughs> we, we've made that mistake. Before. Oops. Yeah, we've done that, Like, yeah. but we've realized like an hour in. Yeah. Um, oh, hi, Bingo. Okay, so Real Housewives of Dallas this so, week was okay. Leanne's, Leanne's wedding. wedding. Yeah. 
Yeah. And what is your opinion overall of Leanne? Okay, I'm pe- I'm petrified of Leanne. I think she Why? is really scary. Okay. I think she is a very scary, very unstable person. I think she's very manipulative, but I see how she manipulates. She's poor. She plays up the white trash carnival shit. But she's also one of the most beautiful women I think I've ever she's seen. Stunning. I think she is absolutely, and her body is amazing. And she's one of those uh, ladies that seem like they get better looking with age. Like, like it's it's like she's, she's already neck. gorgeous. Did you notice that the, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, no, in her testimonials later, she's had stuff done because her neck was starting to get a little bit. How do ladies get good work as opposed to so much bad work that we see? How do you, I mean, is it just luck, luck of the it's draw? It's luck of the draw. It's who you go to. But sometimes you just luck out like Demi Moore, Mary Steenburgen. We've talked about this. But how are we supposed to like, how does Dr. Paul Nassier from Botched? Who I so, matched with twice on Bumble and Tinder. He's married now, do you know? Yeah. I hope you didn't match recently. No, it wasn't recent. Well, how does like somebody like he that. Never, he never wrote to me. <laughs> but, but how does somebody like that get. Um, do such amazing work supposedly, but then his own work is so scary. He and his wife have this, or he and Adrian have the same face. Well, Adrian's not his wife anymore. No, but, but yeah. his ex-wife, they have the exact same face. Like they have that She's same. Like, I'll have what you're having. Yeah, I'll have them. I want us to look like twins. Um, um, I don't know, but I told you I went to. Um, are you on Raya? We talked about. No, Raya I know someone on. I know someone on Raya. Though. Okay, I, I'm not into that. That sounds. Yeah, I've never done a dating app. I don't think I ever would. That's like seems like just horrifying. Yeah, I do it for uh, material though. It's pretty well, you funny. You consider Uber a dating app too? Though. No, I don't. Stop you, that. Well, no, you, it only you, happened once. Yeah, you. Yeah. Although I recently. Um, <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uber a dating app. That's good. That is a good one. All right, that was good. Fuck. Okay. Anyways, Leanne, you're kind of scared of her. She's very powerful, very beautiful. Um, but her wedding was just. Re- Ridiculous. In a good way or a bad way? Bad. Why? Everything was borrowed, which is which That's, I thought was kind of... Isn't that part of the wedding? Like something no, borrowed? No, something, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. But I mean, it was like she manipulated the girl into designing her dress. She like wormed her way into getting all freebies. So she had this beautiful wedding on no but well, with no you, money. Well, wouldn't you do that if you had that kind I of like... I think that she was tacky the way she did it, to be honest. I thought she was kind of gross. I thought. Okay. What did you think of her Martin Short style... Uh, Wedding planner. Oh my god! Talk about what like, the well, fuck was that? that? He was going for that Kevin, like, she, 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 she. who I saw eating at Subway. By the way, I, I saw, I'm shocked he wasn't working. Is it? Could you imagine him at Subway? Yes. Oh, Katie, you're too fat. <laughs> when he told Katie on Vanderpump that she was fat, I, I know. I mean, who are you, Kevin? So I saw him at. I, so I yeah, I saw him at the Subway on Little Santa Monica in Beverly Hills. I with do. His I stand by Subway. It's not a bad sandwich shop. It's. I you, stand by Pavilions. Well, Pavilions has a. I mean, that's Their a sandwich. nice grocery store. But I mean, okay. Anyway, um, so she got a lot of free stuff for her wedding. What did and you then think? she got that dumb crown that was that was like a million two or something. See, I don't. I don't know. Like when she said that, I was like, I just had no reason not to believe her. But I was like, what a waste! Of, what a waste! Yeah, because well, she borrowed that. Obviously. Like I could have gotten a. A crown, like the same crown looks like it was like from Party City. It could have. Yeah, it was from like that shop on Hollywood Boulevard where you go Halloween. What where was you that go Hollywood toy and wigs? You know? Yeah. Like, oh, I, wigs. It's like literally in a plastic like Big Lots bin under my bed right now <laughs> with a bunch of wigs. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I could find that same crown tonight. Yeah. And this is like, we're at 930 tonight. Except hers is real and it's worth over a million dollars. But she had to return it the next day. Yeah. What and you- then there was a five hour gap. Between so, 
She said that was because so she could go fuck. Um, uh, what's his name? Eye Patch Man. Well, yeah. Okay. And let's so talk about how that. did he? That's Rich, right? Yeah. So how did he get his eye patch? Because I noticed in earlier seasons, he seems to have two working eyes. I didn't. I don't know. Okay, so now know. this is a lot of people are going to write in and saying like, "Are you an idiot?" Um, to the internet. To the internet. How I just noticed in back. Rich on what if he's just a fashion statement and we're being at, like he's just like I just think it looks cool. No, to get married with an eye one. patch on. I mean, mm-hmm. Brian Ferry did it for a while. But remember when the eye patches used to be full eye patches, and now like they're like this is an eye patch for today, and it's like very sculpted to the eye. Well, it says he lost vision in that eye. Oh, my God. This article, by the way, is called DeAndra Simmons claims Leanne Locken's fiance doesn't want to marry her. Quote, it's embarrassing. I lo- by the way. Uh, Leanne Locken's 52? Yeah. Wow. She's gorgeous. Well, well, here he is with both his eyes. That's what I'm saying. He's ha- He's yes. so handsome with both his eyes. I think he's handsome with just the He seems like he has a great sense of humor. By the way, Mama D. You like fo- him. Mama D followed me on Instagram today. No way. Yeah. And I'm. Listen to me. No way. But I have a feeling. You did it, dude. Fuck yeah. But I have a feeling. Um, I have a feeling she. I have a feeling it's one of those somebody else runs their account, and they see somebody talking about reality shows, so they follow them. Either and I way, I posted something about Mama D. But I had posted something where like, well, let's talk about Mama D. Yeah. What do you? I think that is one of the best reality show relationships that I've seen in a long time. I agree. Time. And you know what I love? I love the relatability of it in the way that Mama D makes those little passive-aggressive comments at Deandra. Like, yeah. She's like, well, you but wouldn't understand because you're not a mother. Well, I married someone rich and you didn't. And I'm a mother and you're not. And I'm rich and you're not. But it's I love that you fucked. say little because I think they're straight up like, no, you're I'm, a piece of shit and yeah. I'm not. Like, it's... Straight up, she's, it's like she's jealous of her. It's really weird. It's, it's like so damaging and so. That's what I love reality shows for when people are like that warts and all. It's the same thing with with uh, what's her name's ten year old child that like you're stupid. What's um uh Bill Baldwin? No, no, no. Oh, the, the, I think meant Alec Baldwin the, when he left the, those voicemails. The, the red haired from Real Housewives of Dallas. Oh, Brittany, uh, Brandy, Brittany, Br- um, Brandy Redmond, Brandy Redmond, the ex cheerleader. Yeah. Her 10-year-old daughter, last week's episode, when she was like, you can't use your Razor scooter in the street. And she's like, you're no fun. I know. You don't want me to have fun. And, like, the 10-year-old is, like, a little mama she's D. She's an asshole. That's what I'm saying. She's a little mama D. So you have these polar opposites of a 10-year-old asshole and a older lady asshole. It's very deep. It, no, it's Ryan, extremely deep. deep Thank you. observation. Way, as Dallas. a friend, that's you guys can't hear that, but that's a compliment. No, me, it's so. extremely deep. It's like it's like the evolution of life is happening on Dallas. <laughs> yeah, so you've sprung as a between person. Brandy's little ginger asshole daughter and Mama D. So who wears a really her wig is wig. almost her wig is almost as bad as Leanne's party planner. But that's what I say. She's another one of those people that I feel like she is a Disney villain and like she if you take that wig off she has like a full long hair like she's like a bank robbery that's her outfit to rob the bank and then when she leaves the bank she takes the wig off she I'd takes like the to Mama see D. her undone yes I'd like Mama D to just exactly it's a Scooby Doo do one like, of those I reveals away with it if it went for you kids there's something you should know and then she just pulls off her face and Mission by the impossible. way I just hit Rich Rich uh, was uh, on the SWAT team yes he said talk and about the SWAT he team. took a BB pellet to the eye oh. which impaired his vision and he thank yeah thank you for your service Rich Wait, I think you I are much you cuter for making fun of him now 
I hope you do. I did not. I'd bedazzle that I, shit. I can't believe that, like... Wouldn't that be cool if his iPad did say rich? Yeah, if it had like, rich and cursive and diamonds. Yeah, or like rich loves Leanne for the wedding. R plus L. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On my iPad. <laughs> yeah. It is my wedding day. What did you think? So you they had the five-hour break. But and Leanne they ate chili was, dogs. But Leanne said it was to have sex. How are you... Okay, was that a wiener schnitzel they went to? It looked like they went to wiener schnitzel. Because... And also, is this a big plot point in earlier seasons where Leanne loves hot dogs? I did. I don't know, but it's like it makes, the second she made or it, third like, reference. You know I love, you know I love my dog. chili dog. And she was like, they pull up in a Bentley to the hot dog restaurant. Yeah, and how does she get a Bentley? Well, they rented that, obviously. They rented everything. And so they pull up. Leanne, like, says the six-hour break is for sex, but then she, like, is so into the hot dogs. And I'm like... It literally seems like she's having the six-hour break so she can inhale massive three-foot hot dogs and then take, like, a shit and a rest. That's what I was wondering about, too. She's wearing all white. I wouldn't go to Wiener Schnitzel. But why not get everything out of the way immediately? Why go eat a... I mean, it just... I want to know specifically what's happening. Is she, is she really taking that time to, like, make love? No. Well, I'm going to get a chili foot long. It's your wedding night. You're already getting so long. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's, like, a drive-thru if you just pull straight forward. Um, yes. Can I get uh, two number sevens and two corn dogs, a Diet Coke, and a Mark's root beer? I just don't, I didn't see it. No, no, they didn't do it. They so would have, they would have like done some candles or made, they made, well, they would have done some. remember the Eddie Tamra from Real Life Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Scene I was going to bring me, that up. That never, that made me never want to like wash my body again, nor be in a, a romantic embrace of any but sort. But the best was, it reminded me of Shannon and David on uh, Orange County because they both had to slam a drink, like. Susie, I literally brought that up. Because you know I said David Bedore is the douchebag of the week? Yeah. I bring that up. I did this yesterday where I was like how dark that scene was where they were in a hotel and Shannon was Shannon was vodka slamming vodka. Because she knew David wanted to put his penis inside Yeah. Her. And Dave and um and the other one, Eddie, was slamming red wine when he was doing sexy time with Tamara. Wait, where did Eddie's heart problem go, by the way? Remember he was like I close to death like a season ago? All, now- I, all I know is that I would like Eddie to be my trainer. I like him. Oh. I think he is so sweet. And compassionate and kind. I don't and gay. I I don't. Well, see, I mean, Eddie seems uncomplicated. He's in, simple in a world full of complication. I, that Thank is a. You. you know what? You just sum, you just completely Wait. summed it up. So they get back to the wedding, and the big thing at the wedding is that there's no dinner. Oh, at Tamron. I'm sorry. No, no, at, at, at Leanne, Leanne and, all over. and and uh, Eye Patch. There is no dinner. No. But I saw pictures at other, like, and they had huge, like, meat trays and stuff. Like, they had, uh, There was charcuterie yeah, happening. charcuterie, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, they're called meat trays, Susie. <laughs> um, we have the meat. <laughs> don't, don't. Um, it looked amazing. The meat trays. The meat trays the were lovely. They were nice shark. But what do you think about a wedding that doesn't have a dinner? I wouldn't wait five hours for something with no meal. Well, because think about it, you want to keep the buzz going, you're going to, like, keep drinking. Were they drinking still? Well, I mean, if you're at a wedding and they have booze at the wedding, which I, well, I guess I didn't see booze at the wedding, but usually. Oh, yeah, there had to have been booze at the wedding. Okay, well, skip, skip, 
skip really quick. What did you think of Leanne's mom? Leanne's because Leanne's mom okay. holds up the wedding to get there, and Leanne's like, "Ah, Mama done it again." I think she, yeah, Mama done, done, done humiliated me again. Or she never <laughs> wanted me. She never wanted me to be happy. She told me I wasn't worth it. First of all, <laughs> who does she look like? Oh, hey, who? Hi. I don't know who she, where Doesn't she got her like looks because her mom looks like she, she looks like Debbie from Ninety Day Fiance. To she me. looks like a less attractive version of Kathy Bates. She does have tones of Bates, for yeah, sure. but like Kathy Bates is an attractive version of that. Yes, <laughs> but she came, had her picture done, and then left. I think her mom might be a dick. Oh, you think? No, because she was like Leah. She, well, the wedding happened, and then she was, like, talking to certain friends. She goes, I don't know where Leanne gets it, because she was very loved as a child. I know. she. Can, I know. She, like, says that. Like, and that's such a that's such a parent in conflict, what they say at, like, events to people. Like, but, she doesn't remember how it really was. We really loved her, you know? But don't you remember that episode where she, like, confronted her mom and was no, like, always made me feel terrible about myself and that you didn't want me and I only remember chasing your car saying don't go. No, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Well, it's worth exploring because... Do you because... remember that 80s film with the little girl that got, like, was it kidnapped or something? And then it was like she was running towards a... Tri- Never mind. What? No. No, now I need to know. Was, I think it was called like Savannah Smiles. Yeah, Savannah Smiles with the little blonde. Yeah, wasn't there like kidnappers? Or yeah. Like somebody running. But then she their... warmed their hearts. Yeah, something. I, I don't know. Sorry about that. Um, do you know I know? And I'm like, she warmed their hearts she though, did remember? She warmed their hearts. Uh, what do you think of um, uh, I like Stephanie your questions. Holman? What do you think of Stephanie Holman and her husband? Who looks just like a beefy, That smiley. is so funny because I put Stephanie and her gargoyle husband in yeah, my notes. Yeah, it's a, such a, he has such an interesting look. Such well, a, he looks like a gargoyle smush. He looks like something fell and squished him. But it's still, exactly, but it's still an, ex, whatever happens still looks acceptable. It's to acceptable and he's very wealthy so he has nice skin and he's well groomed. That hot tub in their bath. They have a wonderful I home. mean. Did you? He, they have a whole scene, you guys, where they're talking, and he's in a hot tub, but it's like the size of my bedroom, the hot tub, and it's like Tony Montana style. Yeah, like oh, oh he's saying hello to my big hot yeah. tub. The world is the DJ, the band, the liquor, the bartenders, the catering done. The lights put up today, the yard completely redone. I got three security guys. It's your Baywatch moment. And you see there's a huge TV that's not on even. And he's just there and Stephanie's talking to him about his birthday party coming up, his uh, 50th or something. And I was just like, that to me is the life. That would oh, be yeah. He's, I didn't realize how rich he was until they bought that house. They moved well, into that Crazy no. house. Yeah. We, we, that, well, is that the one with the, the, with also the, the pool, pool inside? The... Yeah. And Stephanie, Stephanie grew on me because I thought she and so I pretty. thought she and so Brandy pretty. were such idiots. Not Brandy. What's her name again? The little oh. redhead? No, that's Brandy. Brandy. Brandy I thought they were super she's like, I fart and she dances in it. I can always fart and then she'll come and dance and I wore a hat with poop in it. That's like, that's Jenny McCarthy but, humor. But yeah. Stephanie to me grew on me because she's like. Very honest and open. She can't drink a lot because she gets depressed. 
She's very naive and very vulnerable. And I think that she's very earnest in everything that she says. Like she's, she sounds stupid. Like, "Ah," you know, she kind of talks, but she's kind of a deep thinker and she's handled herself well, especially with like Cameron. But isn't that sad though, that is, God, it's so sad that I wrote, like those are the people I relate to of like the darkness is there. Like, you know, like, I'm like, that's amazing. Like, she stopped. She suffers from depression too. I wonder if we'd like each other. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I mean, I guess the whole thing about their relationship is I just love how big the hot tub was. Yeah. I, it, and he's become like her like mentor this season. Yeah. I because I guess in earlier seasons, he was like, cook dinner, have babies. Yeah. Now she's like, he listens to me so much. He's more, more like a BFF now. Yeah. Which is not good. No, that is not good when you say that. Like, he's more of a best friend now. Why is that not good? Well, because... you want it to be... Don't you want your partner to be your best friend? Yeah, you do. But when she says he's more like a BFF now than a husband, I was under the impression it was like, okay, well, you guys are like friend-zoning each other. Gotcha. Um, But I could be wrong. um, So, okay. So Leanne's mother, Margaret, we got that. Deandra and Jeremy. Okay, so Deandra and Jeremy... So Deandra wasn't invited to Leanne's wedding. Yeah, so they have a whole a, subplot as a, a cooking, co- an Iron Chef cooking competition. This is a whole thing about Deandra and Leanne. I thought, to me, I always thought Deandra was like Leanne's legitimacy. It's like, I'm I'm trashy Leanne, but my best friend's one of the wealthiest families in Dallas. But they had a falling out. Yeah. And wasn't it about her, Patch? Didn't, didn't Yeah, I think they she badmouthed Patch. Deandra said Patch is screwing around. Yeah, exactly. She said she, so that was unforgivable. So she wasn't invited to the wedding, even though this season they're trying to make reparations and trying to repair their relationship. Um, but she's still not invited to the wedding. So they have this or the showers. Up. Well, she got she went to one party with them right at the the haunted yeah. house. Oh thing. yeah, that was stupid. Very stupid, but. I love that their subplot then is to do like an Iron Chef competition between her and her husband, which I do have to say I did. It was very idyllic in that sense of like, oh, that must be fun to have a relationship where you do like I wouldn't be good at that or interested in that. But it seems fun when couples like are like, I guess, like to do things. It's better than a panic room. (laughs) I hate it. How fast can you get to the panic room? I hate when they get in the panic room. (laughs) Um, But what about Carrie? I want to know what you think, because I call Carrie Butterface. Wait, so Carrie is the, Carrie's the new one, right? Yes, she's from Mexico. Yeah, she's from Mexico. So, I I like Carrie because she's that um, breath of fresh air, and I say that having not watched the earlier season, but I get the sense that she... Does not leave. She's not been letting Leanne pull shit, and, he, and it's shocking that she got the invite. Why to did him. you come to my girls' night? It, yes. <laughs> so her way of speaking, I enjoy actually, and I'm not. I really don't want to make fun of that, even though it's easy to. But I. But it's. I guess the conversation with her husband at the end of this episode, when they go to dinner, and she's trying to talk about being invited to Thailand. With the vagina ping pong games, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, they, you know, they ping pong, they call that." And and I guess her husband, who I don't know very well, I don't know him either. And we neither of us know. We've him never. Very well. I mean, we've met. You know, he we've been like in the a, same bar. He seems, like a, he seems like a nice, fine chap. And they're talking, and she's talking about Thailand, and all of a sudden, he's like, um, "My mom's in um, Italy right now, and she's walking." And she goes. I don't, I don't, I don't care about your mom walking. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit about your mom walking. 
And I guess then in a talking head, she's like, he's not a good communicator. You do it. I can't do the voice. He's not a good communicator. I can't do it either. either. But what about her daughter? Oh, see, Perlina oh, Dunham that was daughter. Last I was season, like, oh yeah. With the, with, no, last last week with the making of the clothes. Yeah, she's like, are you you want to go to sewing camp? And she's like, yes, mom. Yeah, mom. She's like, I wish I had for prom. I wish I'd had your wedding dress. Yeah. I would have like taken it and like made something with it. All these girl, all these people have the most amazing lives, and they have no appreciation, and they shit all over their parents. And now I'm sounding actually like one. I'm sounding like a boomer right now. Where I was like, I just, I mean, I would love to have this kind of like being taken care of. Like that girl making her prom dress will be taken care of for the rest of her life. Yeah. She will not have to get any kind of solid job. She's really mean to her mom. They're all mean is that to Carrie? Parents. Is that Carrie's birth child or is that her stepkid? No, it's her birth daughter. I think it's her birth daughter, yeah. But her, yeah, she's like, mom. So anyways, at the end of this episode, they get into this, not fight, it's just that like she then goes, I don't give a shit about your mom. I don't give a shit about what your mom's walking in Italy. I don't care at all. Yeah. And he's She doesn't like, like him. She made it really clear that she's only well, using she it for the have, money. Have, well, I didn't know. But she says they have communication issues. And that could mean so many things. I think I got the bell. Oh, nice. Taking the bell off this kitty. Woo! Now we can really cut loose. Yeah. So that was like kind of Dallas. I got it. I, I, do, <laughs> I do think, oh yeah, Carrie, her husband's Eduardo. Um, Eduardo actually has a better accent than Carrie does. Yeah, I, do, I just think Carrie Carrie has a banging body and the most fucked up face. I didn't even I'm notice her body. Mean. No, I didn't even notice her. I did buy because they went to that trip that uh, the house she owns and was it where did they Mexico go? Mexico and the where she made everybody bunk together. Yeah, and Leanne. I like bunking with people. I, I don't mind bunking with people. Well, I don't take it personally. I, I like... bunked with Rich that one time, though, and he told me all about the hidden underground of trans people. Oh, he remember no. he said because he believes in the uh, Illuminati. Yeah, I know he's and very. He, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, when was that? that? Yeah. That was at uh, Joe's wedding. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can save that for. How about if you come yes. and talk about that on yeah, I'll my talk about podcast. That on your podcast? Which, by the way, Perpetual Crisis, I'll, I'll announce that again. It's going to be out in December, and uh, you're going to hear a lot of stories on that podcast. Which, by the way, Susie does have the best stories no, of all time. I'm just insane. Well, that constitutes a good story. Um, okay, so moving on then to. We did Dallas, but let's go to the season premiere of New Jersey. Now, you have. A lot of feelings of New Jersey over the years with yeah, the Yeah, I've really evolved. And you love Joe Gordon. You, well, I did love Joe, Joe Gordon. Wait, why don't you? Because you used to be like little Joe Gordon. I wanted to touch him. Yeah, you really had like. like he was feelings. tiny and hot and sweet and simple. He and his sister. For, t- Tree is one of the stupidest people I think I've Nobody's ever seen arguing on that. television. She's like, she's like somebody. That their brain is trying to find the right words, and they never, they never find the right words. So they just like they get, they get so frustrated that they just speak. Gibberish. She just says a stupid word, totally wrong. Like she, ne- she thinks he has a good vocab, voc- vocabulary. Yeah, and she's so. Wait, it's like why she's a fourth like grade. Because one time he told he was trying to get his wife to have sex with him. Yeah, and he was saying that his balls were filled with poison. Like, like oh, like let's get the poison. Out. Yeah, and I gotta it was, get that poison. It out. really upset me. That's and such a small thing compared to like I know. And he was wearing true religion. 
college and jeans. And I don't know. I just, it was like a very weird moment where I fell out of love because I really loved Joey Gorga. He was tiny and buff. And then he got, and he loved wearing dresses. Remember when, like, I was watching a flashback of that christening scene, remember? When yeah. we first introduced I'm your to the son! Yeah. <laughs> and it was when he still had hair. Yeah. And it looks, by the way, he made the right decision to shave that shit yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, But it le- looked like, like he just put a bunch of pepper on his hair, like, and it was... That Crescentine was amazing, and that was the season premiere of that, that season. That was one of the best, I mean, that... And No-No was in the oh, fight, and Joe God. Gorga, like, you saw that No-No liked Joe Gorga more than his own totally. son. Totally. I mean, so it's Shakespearean in that sense, so with all of this stuff, where do you stand before even the season started in terms of Joe and Teresa and his, like, you know, his imprisonment? Well, I mean, I think that... I think that Tree has found herself, as stupid as she is, I think... Found what? She found out that she's retarded. No. (laughs) She found uh, yoga, and she found... It looks like she's banging some younger guy. I'm under that impression that she's maybe let someone else put it in. Oh, you... Susie, you think? You stop. You think? She definitely did. I, I, she what didn't, but she won't think? admit it. She won't oh, admit it. Oh, because somebody won't admit it? We can ass- wait, but that's what we do. We make assumptions that are fact. Well, I think that none of this would have happened if it wasn't for Joe going to prison. A hundred percent, yeah. And by the way, I say this in this episode earlier. I said, it is funny that Joe uh, Giudice cheated on her nonstop even before prison. Called her a C-word in Italy. Oh, yeah, my fucking bitch wife's coming here. Cheated. He does not get half the shit that Teresa will eventually no. get for cheating on him while he was in prison. What Isn't about, that crazy? What about when Andy so- asked him what he thought of her bodybuilding? Yeah, she, like, he goes, he goes, eh. You know, uh, and then he goes, eh. She was all ripped up when we first met. She's all ripped up. It was really super weird. But he looks so good. Okay. I'm starting. Wait, 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 guys, I mentioned this in an earlier episode a- that one of my girlfriends said he was hot because I think he looked very sickly. And you texted me that you thought he looked <laughs> insanely hot. I know. But why would it you. It warranted that? a text to Ryan. But why? I mean. I, he looks like a Baldwin. He looks like one of the Baldwin. He a looks dead like, Baldwin. He looks he like looked- Alec Baldwin with AIDS. He no, looked good. He does. He looked. He looks like he became a vegan in jail and got all into yoga. He looked good. Isn't it weird? And he looks peaceful. Wait, uh, speaking of that, you love 90 Day Fiance. Did you see the photos of um, Anissa uh, um, and, and Fisa? The the guy that from 90 Day Fiance that got arrested. Oh, you, did you know what? Okay, never mind. No, and Fisa. No, um, I'm saying wrong. Um, from last season? No, no, no. From like one of the first seasons of the actual. Mm. Uh, so how does most people, because you watch Love After Lockup, and you're, I would say, you know prison pretty well. I've been on the inside. You've been on the inside. <laughs> I watch a lot of prison shows. You notice how a lot of prisoners, they'll gain massive amounts of weight, but the reality stars lose weight. What do yeah. you think that's all about? I don't know. Maybe maybe he tried to use it as an excuse to just work out. But I'm wondering what the Or he got into is. heroin. No, but like, what is that difference? Like, Because you see all a lot of prisoners go to, to jail and we see them put on a massive amount. Because they probably stopped doing drugs. They probably maybe stopped doing oh, okay. meth or something like well, but that. Jo- uh, like so Tracy Joe Giudice, um, used to, he was drinking three bottles of wine a day. He yeah. said, I don't watch what happens. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, obviously. He's That'll not, do it. He's not drinking prison. Pruno. Wine. No. Yeah, Pruno, yeah. Wait, did you watch Jailbirds on Netflix? 
I started it. Uh, I started you, it. Oh, I was, we met through yeah. the toilet. I yes. mean, it was so if weird. If you see a show that you meet through the toilet, I'm going to watch every episode I, of that I, show. Yeah, I watched the first couple, and I was like, wow. They called it, then, they called it kites. We, we sent kites through the toilet. Yeah, through, through the letters, toilet. Kites. You know how you'd fold it in high like school? If Shakespeare was alive today, that would be, that's Romeo and Juliet. That's fucking Romeo through and Juliet. Through that toilet we I met. I met, yeah. <laughs> Juliet speaks in cell block E. Yeah, through the funnel of shit. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, we met through the toilet. Like, what? I don't know. I do wish, I hope more conversation is had by why a lot of prisoners get fatter and then Joe in the uh, situation gets Well, skinny. Teresa, we knew, went and got yoga. She just got all into yoga because yeah. she has an anger management but problem. Wait, we all that. Remember that photo of, of Tree in prison with her prison friends? Yes. That was amazing. You know, we was, never saw Joe was, and his prison friends. No, I don't think yet. he had any or he knew a bunch of people. Because you know Joe didn't write a book in prison. And I think it's, I think it's shitty that she went yeah, I mean, wait. There's no doubt. Joe put his wife. I mean, wait. I do want to bring up that christening episode again because because you're obsessed with it. Well, no, because Melissa Gorga says immediately in that first her first talking head to go or no at the at the christening something like we pay our bills. It was yeah, very known. Yes, that they were doing bad shit. Yeah, even like so it wasn't like some mystery that came out. It was very known by multiple people that they were frauding a lot of people. What was his business? Was he a contractor like Joe Gorga? I think he owned a couple of blockbuster videos. No, no, yeah. <laughs> he owned a Subway. <laughs> Subway franchise. He owned a, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, he, uh, I think he was like a contractor. It was something to do with houses. And they were taking out massive loans, and that was her name was on one of the loans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think he forged her name or something. He did something oh, shitty. Yeah. Well, because she had signed things. Yeah. That's how she And got she involved. didn't know. She's like, I don't and know. And like he said, he said, I watch what happens. He's like, you know, the, the original plea, she was not a part of that plea. She, you know, she was not supposed to go to jail. Just not good at accents. If I was good at accents, this fucking podcast would take off. No, no, it's okay. You know, <laughs> maybe next time you should get a dialect coach. Yeah, what if I I'm like the Daniel Day-Lewis of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Do my left yeah. foot. Just do the whole thing my left foot style. Um, you know what's interesting is those daughters, um, those Judice. Yeah. Is it Giudice? Is it Judice? I screwed this up. On I the hear line. Andy say it different ways. Giudice, Giudice, um, Bailey. Like, there's so many different yeah, ways. Yeah, Henschel. Henschel. There's so many different ways. I don't know. I think it's Giudice. Giudice. Well, the daughters are, I mean, there's what, four? There's four, right? It's a story. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Gia, Melania, um, uh, Adriana. Adriana. I wrote them all down. Is there a Mia? That sounds correct. Fartknocker? Uh, Fartknocker. Fartknocker. No, Gabriella. Gabriella. Gia, Adrina. Yeah, I wrote Adrina, so that must, and Melania, the rapper. Um, Speaking Nona. of the rapper. Oh, yeah. Let's see if I can play this. YouTube is so. I'm gonna, it's I, called "Can't Wait to Grow Up." Oh God! I, and it's hashtag CWTGU. I'm going to see if that's on Spotify, and I'll put it on the playlist. Yeah, but um, it's really good. Hi, cutie pie. We will have a glass of wine. You and me, boss. I like cooking and drinking wine. 
That's why I don't know what you're doing. What he said? No, no, said, yeah, that's why you don't know what you're doing. Gabrielle, you want to tell Gia what happened today? She cried. Because she was saying how much she loves you. Because I'm like, I know I'm, she's going to college and I'm so upset. I'm never coming home. <gasps> The college that Gia chose to go to is Rutgers. She's going to live on campus, and I'm going to miss her so, so much. All right, it's done. Melania's is done. I mean, not only is she my firstborn, but you know, she's my helper. She's my confidant. She's my rock. Rutgers has a law school, so it's, like, really nice. I told you for a while I wanted to be a lawyer. You copied me. <laughs> <laughs> when did you yeah, say when that? did that ever come out of your what mouth? What do you mean? Because you want me to wear for a while. Because it gets me so mad that our dad is in jail and might be getting deported. I know. So, yeah, but I mean, he's fighting the battle. I just don't know how the whole thing's going to go. Joe has a week left before his three-year sentence is finished. But instead of coming home, he's immediately being transferred to an ICE immigration facility. He's done with his sentence, but his immigration case isn't finished yet. He was born in Italy, came here when he was a year old. And he had his alien card. He just never applied for his citizenship. So when you commit a crime, you could be ordered deported. He just has to stay there for a little bit until his case is finalized because we're appealing it. Once Joe's released from prison, legally he's a free man. And if he wants to leave and go to Italy, he can leave whenever he wants. But instead he's choosing to stay locked up in an ICE facility because if he goes, he can never, ever come back to America. I already told him, say you lose this appeal. You better fight it until the Supreme Court. And at first, because he didn't want to be in ICE, he was like, I'm, I'm done with this shit. But I'm just like, if you do that, you will not have a relationship with me. If I were my father, I would have the urge sometimes, too, to probably sign the papers and go straight to Italy. But his deportation should not be happening. He should have made himself a citizen a long time ago. It just should have been done. And now this is the time for my father to show us that he really does love and care about us. I'm going to prom. I'm going to graduation. I'm going to college. Those are three big things I want my father here for. No one cares. No, she needs yeah. to. Okay, I don't know okay. why you have to act irrational because if you were graduating, moving on to a new chapter of your life. Okay, okay. Melania, I don't want to hear you. I understand we're all hurting, but I'm saying it's a big year for me and I would want my father here. I'm done here. It, it, it was so Real Housewives of New Jersey premiere like that's going into all of this but that scene with all of the girls and Nono um, what did you feel about that scene because I heard a lot of people that said it was so sad last night oh, like when the scene, scene because it was, it was it was Gia saying I told my dad if he moves to Italy instead of going to ICE, I will not have a relationship with him. Yeah. Like that was actually a very real moment. And Tree and her Tibble Tree, you know, you just never seem like she's fully taking in information. No. It's like, but, but Gia seems very um, laser-like focused yeah. on like what I'm telling my dad to do. And no, no, it's so weird because – Nono reminds me of somebody, like, there's somebody trapped inside Nono, and the only way you know that is through the eyes. The eyes always like, let me out. Like, the eyes are always yeah, making these weird yeah. movements. No, no, no but he's not really speaking. He goes, I cry inside. Yeah. I cry inside. It's, like, really intense, everything he says, but you can't see it outwardly except for his eyes. Does that make sense? You're being really deep again. <laughs> no, you are. By the way, I'm looking for so much meaning in these shows. No, I know. There is. There's answers to life. Yeah. But I thought this was actually the most touching scene of the entire first hour of the it season was. premiere. 
because it sets up the whole situation. And that isn't saying that Joe got out of prison, but then he had to go to ICE because he never actually another thing where he fucked up where he lived in this country without fully being a citizen. Yeah, what was that about? I I mean I think life happens. Like think about it. I I gotta admit, there was like a year and a half period where I got a ticket in Arizona when I was in college and I didn't pay it and I moved out to LA and I I lo- I mean I I I got I got in big trouble with Arizona because I moved to LA and I. There was a warrant out for your arrest. I, I guess there. Did you go to jail? No, God, no, no. Did you get raped? I, that, different story. But, uh, but I'm saying like things happen. Like we've ignored parking. Like remember we used to get parking tickets all the time. Don't you remember every year when I registered my car? I'd have you to had drop to pay like a thousand dollars in parking be, tickets. I remember getting like boots on my yeah. car in my twenties. Like the twenties are your like boots on car parking tickets thing. Your thirties is when you realize like I should just get up and park on the other side of the street. Maybe yeah. You yeah, but I I've gotten so much better. I've gotten way better. Uh, see, I used I, to be a gnarly parking scofflaw. I haven't got a parking ticket in like a year and a half. Like that's a, but that's big. that's great. As you get older, that's like fucking yeah. big. No, that's, it's great. I'm really proud of you. Uh, uh, um, you know, who I really hate speaking of Jersey is I hate Margaret. I cannot oh, wow. stand I like her. Margaret. I like Margaret. And I love her. Her younger mom. I like her mom. But wait, and why, I like her wait, husband. why do you hate Margaret? I just think she's so, oh, everything's so canned about her and her accent. Oh, she's no, like, you know, ah. can, if we want canned, look at Erica Jane. Like, Erica and, Jane is something that, right, she has her, like, her tongue and head seem like they're written for her. Whereas Margaret, I feel like that's really her personality. It might be annoying yeah. you, but I feel like that's really her. And why is Jackie even on? I think Jackie's on because she told the producers that I will um, talk shit to Teresa. Like, I will literally start shit with Teresa. Hmm. Jackie seems like she's there because I don't necessarily, I didn't, I just didn't care about Jennifer, like, Jennifer making fun of Jackie, I thought was, like, pretty normal. That's like, my friends make fun of me all the time. Jennifer's, uh, Jennifer and her husband are, first well, that of all, was bizarre. their plastic surgery party was just weird. I don't know why Jackie went to that, but Jennifer and her, I hate her husband. Her husband is so gross to me. See, I, find I don't mind. I, for some reason, I I kind of like... I didn't fart. That was like the wood on your... I didn't... No, I didn't. That was your wood. See? I'm, now, you remember yeah, like when that high... Like in high school or like junior high when you'd like... Some, you like he make a sound pull, with your chair. He asked me to pull his fingers. So you would try yeah, to it was recreate... The yeah. Remember try to recreate that sound? Yeah. Like, it wasn't me. Listen to this. Yeah. Um, remember those guys that could lick their hand and make the fart sound? Yes. Or the people never. that could go to... Yep. Do that. Or the, or what do they call yeah. gleek? I'm gleek. I always accidentally gleek. Like at the dentist or the orthodontist, but I could I can't do it. Don't try. Yeah. It's all right. But it would be cool if yeah. you did. So. Anyway, um, so Jen, yeah, I hate Jennifer's husband. I think he is a pig. I think he's gross. But I love that Jennifer takes, really takes credit for the five years in that plastic surgery business. And this season, she's saying her husband is being so much nicer to her, and he sucked all the fat out of her back and like all this stuff. Except he goes, oh, and he sucked the all the ass. <laughs> no, no, no. She, you know, like he's like that fat in the ass is still there. Yeah, or I put some in her ass. Yeah, something. But I don't mind her husband that much. I just thought it was very funny, their relationship. The kids, I mean, am I allowed to say that they have good personalities? Yeah, of course. And that's... That was what I was going to say about 90 Day Fiance. That one guy with the hooker, you know, the rich guy who has... Uh, oh, the 43 or 44-year-old. At least one, the, with the 20... The wine importer. 
the wine importer that met the twenty year year old. With hooker. the two kids, the two kids the were kids amazing. The kids were the best part of that whole they? show. Saturday for that. And um, how do you feel about her coming here? Our dad's fiance, who's from Brazil, is going to be arriving in America for the first time, and we're going to meet her. I was like a little surprised. I was like, "That's cool." I didn't actually think that like they would get married. Yeah, me neither. I thought it'd just be like boyfriend and girlfriend, for a little, and then not boyfriend and girlfriend. Whatever. Yeah. What does mom say about it? Does she talk to you guys about it at all? Yeah, she talks to me sometimes. What does she say? She's like. So how do you feel about, like, dad from Korea? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. She, she says that. Funny. They reminded me of, like, kids from the San Fernando Valley in the 80s. But they seem to really take, they have a good grasp on their parents. Yeah, and they're jobs. smart, and they're smart kids. Yeah, they were just like, well, I think that my mom's going to be okay with it because she's going to be more like one of us. Do you remember that guy on 90 Day Beat, uh, I think it was before the 90 Days, like two seasons ago, where it was, where he went to, was it Columbia, to meet the one girl and... And then he ended up falling in love with another. Yes, girl. what was that guy? And she Ricardo had, or something. He had the amazing daughter. Yes, who made. Se- I, there was so much like parenting by the children being done on on all these shows. I feel like I've said this before that I feel like the government should step in sometimes with this kind of stuff. Where if you're trying to be a star in a reality show, like you can't have kids because <laughs> the kids are adversely affected no matter how you pull it. Like no yeah. matter how you, it always seems. Like, we have to know the Giudici's kids. Well, and I was just gonna going to say, through. those Giudici's kids. And now we see kids. them, like, they went and saw their father for the first time today. As we're, like, today's Thursday. They went and saw today, and there's camera crews with them. Yeah. That's their first time being able to physically touch their dad. In four years? Yeah, exactly. Three? Yeah, I mean, three it to four matter, years. but geez. Yeah, it was three. It'd be a lot cooler. But, no, it was... <laughs> But, like, they have a camera crew with them. Yeah. Why should a camera crew be involved at all? Well, I think it's all they know now. and I know. I just, it's like, sad. It's I weird. Like that's really setting those kids up weird for the rest of their lives. Or just like a pat. It's like drugs. Like, now they're just like it's a gateway drug where these kids are going to eventually want to be in reality, too. They're going to want their own show. They're going to want to well, book. I mean, what's her name? Melania, Dan- as you just heard, is now a very accomplished rapper. <laughs> but, by the way, like, the most uh, well-adjusted, two of the most well-adjusted kids, it seems like, uh, Daniel Staub's kids from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Well, one's they like a budding nice. model. They do seem nice. They don't look a thing like her. I mean, like, Thank they God. don't. I think Daniel Staub just looks, looks like a bag of leather. She looks like a horse. She looks like a, a, leather a, de- horse. a dead leather horse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she and, does. But some people think horses are pretty. Some people like to bang yeah. horses. Speaking uh, of, have you watched Catherine the Great with Helen Mirren? I don't know. Just, I what a weird... Wait, no, because they say Catherine... something I say about like, no, they the say, reality shows? They said Catherine the Great had sex with a horse. It's just a rumor about oh, her. Oh, I thought you were saying about Catherine the horses. Great had sex with Daniel Staub. No, but she might have. Yeah. Daniel Staub, I think, would have sex. Maybe HBO took massive liberties, and it was like Daniel Staub... Showed up and played the horse. The great, yeah. <laughs> um, so- <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's... What I thought about Jennifer and uh, the whole the whole thing is Jennifer did an imitation of Jackie, and that's like a big plot line yeah. in this, where you know Jackie's upset, thinks it's online bullying because she posted it to Teresa's Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. It really gave me strong vibes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last season with the dogs with John Sessa. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Where they try to, like... Create something out of nothing. For, like, six episodes yeah. of the season where I'm like, why are we still on this? Why is this whole season revolving around I, this? I pray to God that this Jennifer Jackie imitation thing does not last past next week's episode. And I agree with you. My friends all do impress do impersonations of me all the time. I mean, you do impressions of me, or at, our friend Adam does impressions of me. Like, that's just... Part of it. Are you going to have Adam on? Oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. He's dangerous. He like, is dangerous. Have you had him on? No. Yet? Okay. Because I'm mean, afraid. He, our friend Adam, like, just really calls it like. He's crazy. listening to this. He, he and he's probably he's texting mean, yeah. mean stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, like, so you don't like Dolores? Oh no, no, no. Okay, that's it. That's oh, what let's we talk about, about Dolores. Let's talk about him. So I thought that Dolores. Going into the season, Dolores still lives with Frank, her yeah. ex-husband. Yeah, who's unbelievably buff. I mean, he's not juicing at all. And their son, <laughs> their son, Frankie. Frankie. It's Frank and Frankie. And Frankie has been trained by uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. You're, now, you're doing the bells. Sorry. Jeez. I'm like, excuse me. I was like, why is that kind of back? Um, so, Frank has trained Frankie. And Frankie's winning bodybuilding awards over the summer. Yeah. But I, like, in my head, Dolores and Frank were always going to get back together. Like, I had this weird thing. Well, they're definitely emotionally, like, together. You know what I mean? Like, they're bonded emotions. But then they get into this thruple situation immediately where Dolores then... A thruple? Re- yeah. You know, a couple with yeah. they re They introduce Dolores's boyfriend. Um, and he's very tiny compared to Frankie and Frankie. <laughs> yeah. And he's a... He's a uh, little fella. He delivers babies, and Dolores lets us know that his number one passion is his job. Now, I do have a question for this. Like, we both don't have jobs that we're extremely passionate about. No. Like, we don't wake up... But if I was an obstetrician... Would you be... I mean, but, like, just... Okay, I... This... I don't know. That's why I'm asking is that, like, do you wake up and are you, like... Fucking deliver babies! Yeah. Like, is he just, like... like No, but, but, like... Um, I think that it's different. Like, it's like, I'm going to bring new life into the world. That's my job. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's... No, I mean, that is a real skill. I yeah. mean, no doubt. But it just, she said that his number one thing, and then he's learned to be a better boyfriend in his last couple of years, and they went on a trip to Italy, and Well, Frankie... doctors are myopic, you know what I mean? Like, they just see their their practice, and then they have, and that has to be their first priority. Doesn't that, that suck about us, is that we've never been myopic about anything? I know we're supposed to be. But that's what I'm saying. We've never been myopic about anything. We we see the whole world, and that's why we're not completely successful yet. Yeah. Like, we should have been myopic about something. Yeah. No, I know. Aren't you bummed you haven't been myopic about anything? Yeah, you like saying myopic. It does. Say it again. Doesn't it feel good? Remember when I, I had this fixation with saying vaginal yeast infection? No, I should not say that. <laughs> Um, no, I do agree. Like there are people that move to Los Angeles and become myopic about their acting career. Yeah. And, um, and my, or myopic. I'm myopic about about watching TV. Like I'm like, I think you're the same way. Like we're really good. I'm myopic about like, so running social commentary on on people that don't necessarily deserve it, but I do, or they do deserve it. But this was an interesting relationship because then her boyfriend comes in and Frank and Frankie are there and her husband and her new boyfriend, or her ex-husband and her new boyfriend, are completely pally with each yeah. other. And they're eating pizza together. And he's like, oh, you guys going out leaving me alone? Because uh, they're going to get ice cream. Yeah. 
It's completely bizarre, but at the same time, it's healthy. You're almost like it's, it's the most heartwarming yeah. scene of the I was whole actually, show. It actually was a very warm moment. Yeah, it, I mean, I I can't make shit of it. I'm like, it it does show you different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah, like, it's working for them. I mean, I don't I don't know if she'd get jealous if he. I'm sure he bangs little Jim Jim chicks. Little horsey gym chicks, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, oh, Frank, I hope so. Yeah, and isn't that why they broke up? Because he cheated. When you're that ripped, do girls just throw themselves at you? Like, I don't know. I don't. That? I don't like. I don't like that look. I don't. Yeah, I mean, but it's, in it's Jersey, a very different look. It's in a very Jersey, I think specific it's the thing. look. Remember, like he, God, it's, I don't know why I thought of this, but like he reminds me of Z Cavaricci. Mm-hmm, Remember mm-hmm. those? Like that, like Oakley. I don't know. He's like Dracar, Dracar yeah. uh, blades. Timberland boots and Z Cavaricci. So that's what I think of. I kind of love and like that a big confidence. Truck. I, I love that. I don't know. I just, it's so foreign to me how he lives his life. Yeah. And even him like with his big paws eating that pizza. I was just so hungry last night when I was watching it. <laughs> and I was just like, God, look at that. He's like, works out so hard. He's just not even sweating eating that pizza. You know, like I eat that pizza. It's like three in the morning. I'm like hiding naked in the corner, you know? Yeah. That's how people eat pizza. Usually. That's what losing my religion is about. Um, Okay, so the last thing really, and you talked about this earlier, is there are tons of cheating rumors about Teresa, and that seems to be it's going to be a major plot line of this whole season. Yeah. And I didn't know it was like already. See, that's the thing. I haven't been following like. See, I saw pictures reality of her on like or anything. Weekly, yeah. Reality TV, yeah. you know, where she was holding hands with this guy. And I love. Is it the guy they showed last night? No. Oh, yeah. So that was the guy. So in the beginning, we meet the pool guy because they're putting. Cause Trees paid off all of the fines, I guess, from all of the stuff they did wrong. And she has she a hustled, little extra man. money. She, she, she has hustled. a little extra money. And the kids have always wanted a pool. But it just so happens her boyfriend or some guy that was after her in high school is the pool Yes. Man. That's it seems right. Like there's not only, like, it seems like you could go with another pool man in Jersey than the pool man that you had. He, uh, he they went on it one date and then she met uh, Judice. Judice, yeah. G- that's, G-D-J. He, that's how it's right. Judice. I think Judice. that's how you say it. Well, it's weird. You're saying it's Judice. You're saying, Judice. yeah, I think it's Judice. I, I've heard Andy Cohen uh, say it two different ways, but you know what? We can say it. There should be a class just to teach you to say the same. But like in this scene, they have Gia out with them, and they're all touchy-feely, the pool guy yeah. and the tree. Yeah, And it even shows Gia noticing them touchy-feely. And also, I don't know, so they're they're playing a pool. So it really sets up that I think this is going to be a major part of the season. I don't know if it's going to be with the pool guy, but it seems like she's also dating a younger guy. Yeah, that's brought up. he's much younger. But I love when she was called up on it with the uh, Joe and Teresa Unlocked interview on Watch What Happens Live. She was called on it, and she just she's like, I, she, you know, helping me stuff to the car. Like I don't I have two hands. He's got to help me with my stuff. They were not. He wasn't carrying stuff in the photographs with them holding hands. Like what? He was carrying her boobies. Carrying that. Yeah, he was carrying her fun bag. See, that was good. That was good. But but I think you know I think good. I think good for her. I as stupid well, as she is. Get it? What, what is yeah, it? as stupid as she is, this none of this shit was fair to her. And no. she handled it pretty well. And I feel like she's kind of like um really gotten a bad stroke of luck or treatment or whatever, and she deserves to have some little young guy banging her. Well, I mean, at the same time it's bad luck, but at the same time, 
look at the life that it's a, afforded them in a way. And yeah, the and they're still of, living. They still are in that house. Same house because they don't. She doesn't want the girls to not know that house. Yeah, wow. But it is interesting. Gia seems so like kind of like gets it, but at the same time, she's like my my high school graduation party is going to be out here. Like I would be. I would say let, let's put a ban on any parties. Yeah, let's just, let's not have a high school graduation party. That's Bravo, I think, though. So, do you, I mean, we're not going to get into this, but do you watch Atlanta? I try. I tr- I really see, do. I, watch this I hate, for me. I hate those, Eva. See, but those girls, like, those ladies, you know, they bring it. Like, I they, miss, um, I miss that one, the mortician, the morgue chick, the lawyer that was with oh, Apollo. Oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, um, Apollo, why? Not Portia, who I think is no. funny too, but the one that would be like the amazing one. Um, she used to represent Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, oh my God! Why like can't I historical. remember her name? Jeez, but her it. but her but her husband went to jail. She had this hot husband named Apollo, who no, she was his know. attorney, and then he went to jail, and then she. Oh God, that is awful! Thank God for the internet. Okay, it is uh, no Phaedra Parks. Phaedra, Phaedra. Phaedra. We look like a so, anyways, God. we are now in a week where there are four housewife shows rolling: uh, Atlanta, Orange County, Dallas, and uh, Jersey. Yeah. So there's a lot going and on, and they're right going to do Melbourne. They're going to do Melbourne again, which I liked. And I hear they're actually doing a Real Housewives of Chicago. Hmm. And I hear Tinsley is oh. going over to that one, and that because Scott lives in Chicago. Oh, I hear that. I miss Miami, man. I loved See, Miami so much. You always really advocated for Miami. I did advocate for it. It was wonderful. It was really because Larza Larva Pippen was on that, right? Uh, she, she Scotty Pippen. She was on a couple. Like she was a friend of a housewife. Oh, okay, but she's also been on um, Beverly well, Hills. Uh, well, no, she, well, Isn't she's she? uh, Kardashians a lot. Yeah, Larva Pippin. Larva Pippin. And uh, so as we wrap up, is there any any other kind of topic, any other thing that you would like to hit on? Because you know, I would, I mean, I know this has been long already, but and I want you to keep coming back because we actually do have a, a treasure trove of personal stories that I think yeah. people would really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. That I know you're going to put on your podcast as well, but I would love to have you back on where we talk about a couple of those because – we do have a very long history together. Yeah, 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 yeah. We I mean, do. You've seen me do some real stupid shit. You've seen me do some real stupid I shit. I definitely think so. Yeah, but um, the first time we met, I was name dropping Whoopi Goldberg, right? Yep. Did you see her on the View today? Really? What did you did you think she held her own against Donald Trump Jr.? She, she stopped. Did you watch it? Yeah. She stopped the episode early, which I thought was funny. She She's stopped like, the episode. The is helping. She's nothing. like, we're done. No, the show was done, and they stopped 10, 10 minutes early. The whole thing was a shit show. It was stupid. And I can't believe that Donald Trump allowed his son to go on The View because everybody's so much smarter than him. Like, yeah. there was no way he could have. Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, I mean, I mean this. But Whoopi Goldberg's hair is silly. Well, you know her white hair is that because she's doing The Stand, the Stephen King adaptation. She's oh, then never mind. I thought yeah. she was going for a look. No, that that's the actual look of oh. the character of The Stand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll have – Ryan will come on. Yes, um, your podcast, my, which is going to debut in December. You guys, It's called it does, Perpetual Crisis because I'm always in a perpetual crisis. Which is a great name, but I will tell you the date that she picks. I will tell it on a future episode so yeah, you guys can and go Ryan subscribe. Will be on it. And then also where can we find you on the social medias? Oh, gosh. Um, on Instagram, I'm Susie Q. I have a little web series called Infinity and Betsy about a life coach and her tweaker uh, pupil. And, and that's, that's on, on YouTube, right? YouTube and Facebook. And uh, we have an Instagram page. And, um, you know, I'm 
were just around. If you she just... really is one of the funniest people, not even girls, that you will meet. So actually, <laughs> really, I think invest in Susie because she is one of the funnier voices um, that I've ever met in my life. So oh, please, please, um, likewise, Ryan, show her love. Okay, that's, uh, I'm getting tipsy, yeah. Are you? Right on. Yeah, I'm a little tipsy. I didn't eat today. I drank, I drank magnesium. Okay. Okay, well, thank you for having me, Ryan. Yeah. Well, you're coming back, so there's no thank you. But, well, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Just stop. Okay, good night, bye. Okay, guys, it is now 1.10 a.m. Friday morning. Um, I am close to finishing editing. I'm going to process this and it's going to be up on the interwebs tomorrow. Please, if you like this, subscribe, rate us five stars. If you could, uh, I am having a blast. This has been so, so fun beyond my wildest dreams. I feel like I have a purpose in my life. I can say this kind of emotional stuff because I don't think anybody's listening at this point. Um, but this is a blast. If you do have any suggestions for me, please email me at so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Follow us on all the socials. You're going to hear all that announcement in one second. And we will be back on Tuesday with a heavily Vanderpump rules episode with so much stuff. So douchebag of the week this week, just so I can clarify, it is David Bedore. How dare you, David Bedore, please make sure you dress. And that goes for all of us. If we go to the woods, Make sure we are clothed. If I can leave you with anything, I will leave you with that. Have a good weekend. Goodbye, Kyle. Thanks for listening to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, follow us on Twitter at So Bad It's Good 3. Follow us on Insta at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. And email us at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Please rate and review and subscribe and all that good stuff. It really does help. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Batches.